Attention, Shit. people of Earth. What's going Attention, on Attention, people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't take it anymore! There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop-ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott! I reject the reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. Live on all the Internet's webs and tubes, it's Mike Check Radio with Adam Ebert. Live on Indie Media Weekly Radio, streaming worldwide on podcasting who the fuck knows where... This is Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert for Saturday, January 20th, 2018. One year since the dickening. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice fun. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, join me as always out of the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master Mike Check Radio. Michelle Legon, good evening. That is, that is me. I've been painting all day and having a blast doing it. So and boy, are your arms tired? Oh no, wait, that's not the joke. No, no. <laughs> and one also, of them jo- was, one of them was an Arion. So hey, I see. Uh, also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the second button pusher on our cast, uh, the Galaxy Master GM of Mike Check Radio, Mister Miles Legon. Yes, hello. I have also been, well, not painting, that's her job, but I've been doing big work, which, you know, uh, it's been good. It's good fun, you know. Plus, like, I, I get to spend time with Michelle doing it, so that's that's always a win. Freaking great. And, and sitting in for all three hours with us, uh, out of Columbus, Ohio, at one of the places I put in uh, job, you know, uh, promotion request for at near Wright Patterson Air Force Base Cat Cat Hello Cat Helps to unmute Yes <laughs> Thank you for having me um, I will endeavor to fill in the uh, estimable shoes of one John Arthur Kendall yeah, but you, if you could, like, dial the button pushing down, that he usually has done, like, you know, well, <laughs> down to, like, a nine, I'd appreciate that. I'll see what I can do. All right, that's great. That's great. I'm, think, uh, I'm thinking things, I'm hoping things go better with him and his family. That kind of sucks. But I'm hoping he enjoys his cookies soon. Yes, which were yep. delivered at 10.50 this morning. Yes, they local were. Local time. <laughs> uh yes john kendall uh his, his aunt is sick and so he's taking the night off kenny pick will be in at the top at the bottom of the second hour 
Um, so yeah, and we'll be having some fun tonight. All right, so I just realized I forgot to promote the show tonight. So the odds oh, no. of be- <laughs> it's just us. No, <laughs> Theo's Theo's here, and so Jen and yeah. Let me tell you, I, I, well, first of all, let's, we might as well get this out of the way, uh, just because, um, I, I'm going to, <laughs> and, I, and I just sent you a tweet that was tweeted today by, um, the Orin Drumpness, and uh, that just makes me ill. Hold on, here we go. Is it the, oh, is yeah. it the one that, uh, was talking about how women should be marching today in celebration? Isn't that yes? It was. No, he was he was saying that he was trying to say they're cel- they're they're celebrating him. Correct. He and was that's he why was trying to, co- it to you. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, let's get this out of the way real quick. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> it has been. Uh, hold on. That's. T- I realized why I had to. There we go. It has been four hundred thirty-eight hour uh, four hundred thirty-eight days. Since the Trump crisis began, 438 days, 18 hours, 8 minutes, 42 seconds. See what I did there? Since Schittler somehow won the, the uh, presidential election. So, uh, you know, and uh, what did we get? So let's let's go over the big news. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to channel my inner rain tonight probably many times. Oh, so that's I'm fine. I'm just going to say it right now. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, okay. So let me tell you. Y- you want to know how I know the Republicans are sharding themselves in fear right now? <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> because trending on Twitter is Trump shutdown and GOP shutdown. You know what's not <gasps> trending on Twitter? Uh, Democrat shutdown? Schumer <laughs> shutdown or Democrat shutdown? The public gets it. The public understands. They have finally wisened up. Awesome. <clears throat> awesome, well, awesome, awesome. I, I think that the public has kind of been wise to the bullshit for quite a while. It's simply a matter that the New York Times, AP, and much of the rest of the media refuse to get that the people really do know what's going on. Yeah, um, because let me tell you, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not like I, I wouldn't go to Twitter for help writing, like, a serious academic piece. But you can see, I mean, you can tell right now, you know, like I said, looking at this, that no one buys, no one's outside of his base. No one seriously buys that the, that this is the Democrats' fault. Well, you know, that's now. Just wait. Just wait. The American people are, God, they so need to be kicked in the teeth to wake up. So. Yeah. Wait for the election. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, right now, yeah, the the, the, the Republicans are floundering. And that's a great thing. What Here's what I love. This is my favorite part about this whole thing. Not the shutdown. That's incidental. That's just, the, you know, the GOP failing to you know, really, you know, know how to negotiate, to govern, all that crap. My favorite part about this whole thing 
is back during Obama time, right? They Republicans would come up and go, oh, you want to fund the government for another three months? Okay, we'll give you three months of funding in exchange for these permanent laws or permanent benefits to our corporate masters, whether it's deregulating the banks or, uh, you know, corporations getting tax cut, whatever. They asked that they got permanent changes for this three month little kick in the in the, the kick in the can down the road time and time again. And now it's been turned around on them and the Democrats are going, you know what? You want the government funded? OK, if you want us to play along, DACA, give us DACA. And the GOP's like, no, ah! and it's awesome <laughs> to see them just freaking out because they know that, you know, their their constituency, the, you know, the racist base that they have would absolutely go ape shit on them if they uh, approve this. And uh, the Democrats are holding firm. And it's a beautiful thing to see. Uh, 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 Democrats with a spine. Am I right? Is, is that yeah. a wonderful thing? Yep. They wonderful. found their balls. Uh, but here's the thing. I, I'm sorry, Kat. Um, I was going to say, apparently the Democrats were in the Senate chamber today making all kinds of motions um, for unanimous consent to fund CHIP, to fund um, the the border wall, uh, and a variety of other issues, basically to, to fund these for three months. And every time that they moved for unanimous consent to do this, um, McTurtle would block it. He would voice an objection. So Hold on one second, please. Have unanimous consent. So, what's he asking for exactly? I, don't, I mean, I don't, what's the, you know, what bills were the Democrats putting forth that the GOP is blocking? Hold on, hold on. What's this button echo? Because there's no, not an echo on the screen. No, it's not for you. I was talking to Miles. Well, I. You were. Yes, that's why I said close the computer room door, at Miles. Oh, I missed that part. I missed that part. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. So, so, so oh, let me read so from Senator Schatz's tweet. This is, this is from this afternoon at 4.24 p.m. Eastern time. He, he posted, as we speak, Democrats are on the Senate floor making unanimous consent requests to reopen the government. They're also trying to fund CHIP and pay our troops. All are being blocked by the majority leader. And okay. across America, hundreds of thousands of citizens are marching. More later. Nice. Funding the troops. Can't have that. That benefits little people. GOP's against that. Sorry. Yeah, and if you <laughs> and if you think the troops aren't gonna see that aren't gonna you know, I mean, they may not watch, you know, C SPAN religiously like Randy Rhodes does. But they're gonna see the video where the turtle man stopped unanimous consent to pay them. That's going to be the video heard round the world. He's caught. Well, there, there, there was even more chutzpah using the, the uh, troops as pawns this morning from our, our dear uh, vice president. Oh, God. He, he tweeted, honored to see the truth. Sea troops based out of uh, Patterson Air Force Base in Colorado while refueling in Ireland. They are headed to Kuwait for a six-month deployment. 
it's disappointing to every American that Democrats in the Senate would shut down the government when we have troops in harm's way. <laughs> oh, God. But our, I have a question for you, Kat. You're, you're the uh, military wonk. You know about military. <clears throat> there are, well, Adam, yeah, you are a military wonk as well. I'm sorry. Um, Non-essential troops versus essential troops. Those in um, harm's way are essential troops, right? So they well, yes. well, no, no, they they won't get paid while while there's no funding. None of the okay. troops will get paid. Okay. The the distinction here with regards to the military is the military will still function as it normally does. It's just non-essential civilian uh, personnel connected to the DOD won't be going into work. Yeah, they're going to get furloughed. And they won't get paid because oh, okay. they didn't work. So they're, they're, they, tried, they, they tried to spin that, too. Yeah. They're saying, well, essential military will still get paid. No, okay. Yeah. They nobody are really, gets, yeah. Nobody gets paid while this is going on. Uh, there are FBI agents who will continue to be doing their work in the field, unpaid. TSA, unpaid. Military, unpaid yeah but i bet the senate and the the, the congress they'll get their paychecks as far as they're exempt they as far as i know yeah yeah as far as i know they do yep. yeah so i mean basically they're taking a hostage and you know again this this goes to my philosophy that when your enemy is drowning you don't throw them a life preserver yeah, the, the Democrats are absolutely doing the right thing in this case because, you know, the, the Republicans didn't want to play fair. They the, the big problem is they can't even agree within their own caucus on mm -hmm. how they want this all to go. So when Correct. they just, when they figured out that they were going to have trouble even getting the support within their caucus for this continuing resolution they just threw up their hands and said we'll do nothing and blame it on the democrats if uh, all, I, yeah if all 51 per, 51 of those republicans were not on board they cannot blame it on the democrats sorry they can uh, try and they're doing it but it makes no sense uh, i would disagree that the uh the democrats are Miles? not am i broadcasting yeah Hello? Yeah, you were just breaking up a little. I would just say that I I, I don't agree. I, I believe this is the Democrats trying to help, but they are putting stuff up that is necessary for good governance, and the Republicans just can't stand it, it, it helping anything the Democrats like, and they can't stand the thought of it looking like, what's the term that they don't like? Compromise? They can't. St they, they can't. They can't. It's got to be an all them win every time, all the time. Yeah. They yeah. That's that's the way the Taliban are. You yeah. know, you have to do everything they want. Yeah. Well, not to mention that there was a deal and then Trump backed out because his base would be angry. And this is what happens when you when you play to your base and not the mainstream America. You know, I'm going to say it right now. They just lost last night. They lost the House and they probably lost the Senate, too. 
they uh. probably lost any chance they had of um, taking some of the swing seats anyway. I'll, because I'll... the 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 one person who had to most worry about their seat, Joe Donnelly, went along with the Republicans. So oh. you can't even sit there and and say that you know this person that we want to vote out is part of the problem with the Democrats because no, he went along with you. Wow. Yeah. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, we need the message to get out there exactly what's happening for people to understand that. But as long as they listen to Fox News and that other crap, the ones that are causing this issue aren't going to hear that. They're just yeah, going to but... hear, hear that it's the Dems that are blocking everything. The thing is that the people who watch Fox News well... don't want to hear it. You know, it's like I was telling Adam McManigal yesterday. I said, you got, if Trump slathered a pair of bread slices with his shit, you'd eat it and tell him how great it tasted. They don't want to know the truth. But, they, but, it, you know, it's, it's not even a matter of what Fox News is going to tell them. You have the, quote, fake news, unquote, New York Times that's, that put out a news alert saying Senate Democrats blocked passage of a stopgap gap spending bill to keep the government open. Correct. Yep, them and, and the other organizations that aren't reporting and, this properly. And yeah, the, the AP uh, had a tweet that they put out last night saying, the latest Senate Democrats appear to have derailed a Republican bill aimed at preventing a federal shutdown. So, you know, this is your liberal news media. It's not liberal. It's corporatist. <laughs> Oy, I wish people would get that right. Oy. Exactly. Yeah. Well, like I said, uh, you know, I mean, if like I said, I wouldn't say I wouldn't, you know, like I said, I wouldn't turn to Twitter to write, you know, uh, a you know, a serious academic piece. But when you want to if you want to know what is on the hearts and minds of the general uh, you know the general public. The you know uh, you know the fact is that uh, Democrat shutdown and Schumer shutdown are not trending on Twitter. So well, you know, just hmm. look at the uh, look at the poll that came out this week saying that seventy three percent of Americans supported uh, uh, extending DACA and providing a pathway to citizenship for the Dreamers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, then but, I, <laughs> but the GOP count... keeps insisting that the Americans don't support that. Mm. Well, they're always going to throw well, because that he, shade yeah. on the thing. He he only listens to the people who suck up to him. He he doesn't know what real America thinks. He just you know he he basically bumbled his way into the presidency, and he's convinced that you know he can do no wrong. You know, and you know, and I'm I'm all for that. Let him. But it's not just him. It's not just him. It's McTurtle. It's Paul Ryan. It's the entire lot of them. I, I like them being overconfident and thinking they, nothing. Everything's fine. Just keep sailing. That being said, uh, this election up here. Before we start counting these uh, eggs as hatched chickens. In the 2018 election coming up, let's just give the American people some room to do stupid shit and forget. 
There could be military action that always boosts the, the party in control, like big, yeah, rah, rah, military. I, I wish it wasn't the case, but I know the American people are waking up. I'm just like, wait for the October surprise. They're going to pull something. Oh, I, I, you know, oh, he was, I, he was, so, yes. Go ahead, Adam. I'm sorry. He was wondering, he was talking in the, in the Oval Office about how great it would be if a terror attack happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bingo. You know, um, and yeah. if he, another 9-11, if he were smart, he wouldn't be saying that because, you know, this, you know, one of the smart things W did was he never, he, I mean, everyone knew when he would, when he air quote, you know, quote unquote, won the election that we were going to Iraq. You know, there was, there was the map of the oil fields divvied up and all that in the Oval yep. Office. Um, but he never, you know, he never telegraphed, well, you know, this terror attack is good. You know, uh, I, I still think that he was negligent and that contributed to, to the attack. But he never actively said, oh, I, I hope that there's an, a terror, terror attack. You know, <laughs> no. No, Trump, Trump is basically hoping that there's a terror attack so he can get a, an, an enabling act passed, which basically makes him dictator for life. Mm-hmm. That's what that's his end game. Yep. You know, and I've been saying that for months now. So don't 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 count your blessings on this election coming up yet. I mean, uh, well, he, if, if if his polls drop, I mean, right, what's he now dragging the bottom end of 30? Uh, let me see here. Nate Silver for approval. I know he's got a total disapproval rating or whatever. But if his approval rating starts to cut, drop into the twenties, and that's really starting to bite into his solid base, he's a, he's then a, you know. He's oh, he's already solid. cutting into his base. You got to remember that. You I know, know we're right at the bottom edge of it. You know, he's at thirty thirty nine point five percent approval. That's higher than I've heard. Oh, uh, that's what Nate I've Silver heard. has. Okay. I mean, it looks like it's ticking. Let me see here. Polls of likely. I'm, That's all right. This I've, is, I've heard like 34. But go ahead. This uh, Polls of adults. 38.6 approval rating. Polls of likely or registered voters. How does he pick up three points? Because remember, they're suppressing our voters by not allowing them to register. There's also a vast number of um, Americans that are lazy, distressed, uh, depressed. They, they think no matter what I do, it isn't going to affect me. So the, the, there's that part of the population. Until they get kicked in the teeth and start to register. and sh- I mean, I believe there was a major uptick in registration when the economy went to shit. Could be well, wrong. I think there was. It's amazing once people start feeling it in their wallets how much they think the poll booth matters. Yeah, but, and let me tell you something. The The stock market doesn't mean jack shit. You know what's going to be the, the biggest economic indicator of whether the Democrats are going to win? Gas prices. Which are going up. Yeah. And they've been ticking up. Since since last year, they have been going up. When President Obama left office, they, it was like a, a little around two bucks, you know, like one ninety to two ten 
in that area around here. And now they're up to 230 or or higher. And that that's the economic indicator of the working man, of the common folk. You know, the stock market is the is the the economic health of the investor class. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not just gas; it's also housing costs and things like well, that. Well, yeah, but I'm just they saying. Don't, but they don't. They don't take those into consideration anymore. Yeah, the the stock market is not yeah. a good predictor. It is reactionary. Right. Yeah. That's fair. You know, when right. things start to go to shit, that's when you notice the stock market go. <laughs> well, but I'm saying I'm saying that you don't walk past a house on the street and see, you know. A price, but you walk past the gas station. You you drive past the gas station, and you see the price ticking up. You know, a few cents every couple of weeks. That's what I'm saying. It's it's yes. probably the single most visible indicator of, yeah. you know, every yes that and your grocery bill when you see every, your grocery bill every week. Well, fuel so, yeah. contributes to but again, to grocery people don't, too. Yeah, yep. but but you got to remember, I'm talking about, like I said, visible indicators. You know your grocery mm-hmm. bill. I don't know your grocery bill, and it's not like it's advertised. However, everyone can see the cost of gas. Yes. It, you know. it will. Every penny put to more gas is less money going to spur the rest of the economy. Yep. 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 Because of gas corporation, the corporations are so, you know, subsidized, and they get so many tax breaks that... It, yeah. it doesn't. We don't. We don't see that benefit. But, they but yeah, do. like I like I said, if I were the Republicans, I'd be sharding my pants right now, looking at these, looking at you know, just like I said, looking at Twitter, which is the which is Schittler's preferred communication vehicle. People aren't buying the shit he's shoveling. I I think right now we the the record has been set for the number of retirements. I could be wrong. But it's a big number. Oh yeah, big number of, of Republicans are going. I'm retiring. Yeah, not running. <laughs> you, know, you know what happened? The best metaphor for this situation is Trump pressed <laughs> Trump pressed the self destruct button on the on Spaceball One, and everyone's in the escape pods getting out before it blows <laughs> up. <laughs> oh nice. God, we live in amazing times. Oh, this is going to be exciting stuff yes. this, this year coming up. Speaking we of analogies, through 2017 to get here, but okay. Yeah. Speaking of analogies, when we come back, we're going to talk. We're, we're, I'm going to use. I'm going to explain exactly what's going on and why Republicans suck balls at governing, with my analogy of robots that kick people between the legs. No oh boy. <laughs> this the most, is the most one-sided nut shots, right? It, you know. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, uh, and, uh, Kenny Pick will be in at the, uh, the, the bottom of the second hour, and, uh, we got some stuff planned, we got some, some, we must, we have evil way, ways to weave, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. The point I'm trying to make is that I am the most unpleasant, rude, ignorant, and all-round obnoxious arsehole that anyone could possibly have the misfortune to meet. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
Hi, this is Adam Hebert of Mike Check Radio and Midnight Sun. Normally, we here at Indie Media Weekly would do these station IDs, but today we have a special guest. You're listening to Indie Media Weekly, and I'm Lex Lang. That's IndieMediaWeekly.com, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Stay with me and experience the glory of Plaid Sundays, two gigantic hours of grunge running from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern, here on Indie Media Weekly. Whether it's the distorted guitars or the emotive lyricism, few can deny the lasting influence of a genre that dressed down a generation. So turn it on and get inspired. It works for me, and I know that I'm not the only one. Plaid Sundays, only on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Ciao. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new 2016 episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. This company's going to shoot straight to the top and stay there, like Cindy Lauper. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. And we are back. Um, since since we did the uh, well, we'll get to this in a second. We'll get to that in a second. But first, uh, join me as always at uh, the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida. The GM Galaxy Master Miles Lagan. Yes, greetings and hello. Very good, very good. And also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master Michelle Lagan. She might have her mic muted. In three, two, uh oh. 
I'm going to have to go hunt her down. She may not be on yet. <laughs> I'm here. I'm oh. here. It, it just Hi, sweetie. Right. Hey, darling. I'm here. And a great sitting in for John Kendall out of Columbus, Ohio. Cat. Hello. Thank you. Uh, Ohio's a little bit more pleasant than Montana today, I think. We got we got kind of warm and started melting off some of this snowpack. Very good. Very good. All right. Cool. Uh, since we did the Southern Progressive Revival promo, uh, just a couple things related to that. First of all, um, Janet is uh, was in the, in, uh, in the ICU. She has been moved to a regular hospital room, so there seems to be some improvement. You can still send cards if you if you want the address. Please contact Kenny Pick. And of course, we hear uh, we hear at Anime Weekly wish her well. And uh, are are hoping she hoping for the best, and um, I would also like to mention that um, two years ago this Wednesday, um, Jonathan Matthews passed away, and of course uh, he was uh, one of, one of our people here in Enemy Weekly, one of my best friends, um, and uh, it, it was a shock when I got the news from Kenny, but um, yeah, it's been two years, so. Um, Anywho, enough about that cheerful nonsense. Okay. Uh, sorry, uh, I got something on my eye again. All right, there we go. Um. So really, real quickly, let's get the audio. Oh, Jesus, stop. Okay. Uh. Anyway, so yeah, I just thought I would mention that stuff. Um. The theme to uh, Midnight Sun tonight uh, will be uh, dreams, um, songs with dream or yume, and the title yume, of course, being the Japanese word for for dreams. So oh. there you go. Yes. Depeche Mode, all I ever wanted. Uh, we'll take a look at it. Anywho, uh, so let's let's keep going about the shutdown because this is important. So. Here's how. Here's another tell that this isn't going to work out in favor of the Republicans. Um, Schittler was looking for money to shuffle to the national parks to keep them open, <laughs> so people wouldn't see the you know see you know wouldn't have to have like this the glaring obvious effect of the uh, yeah exactly. If you're so sure this is going to work out in your favor, why do you need to hide it? You only hide the vase if it's broken. Somebody's well, pointing stuff out to him. The the other thing is that if they were at all honest about wanting to prevent the shutdown, <clears throat> apparently Schumer had offered them a compromise that involved funding for the border wall that they so seem hung up on and <clears throat> Trump refused it <laughs> which is weird because the border wall is basically a monument to his ego and the Republican yep. Party's institutional racism what were the strains 
There got there were strings for Trump to say no. Well, well the the major string was that they wouldn't go after the eighty thousand dreamers. Oh, that string. Okay. All right. I, I, I was hoping it would be something more along the lines of you can't use Chinese steel in the wall, you can only use American products, American labor filling the wall, you know, something that would boost the economy. But all right. The DACA thing. That's cool. Yeah, you know, they they said, we'll, we'll let you have the money to build the wall, but, you know, the, the people who are here who don't know any country other than the United States, you got to let them in. Or stay. They're already in. Well, yeah. All right. Al- allow them a path to citizenship. Yeah, yeah. And, I w- and I would like to remember that there were several compromise you know he there were several deals that were supposedly agreed to and those were were deliberately sabotaged by john kelly so let me let me i i'm gonna say this real quick because i get a lot of flack on twitter and and facebook because i supposedly don't respect john kelly's rank his rank he stopped he lost the right to hide behind his rank when he put party before country he he lost the right to hide behind his rank when he gave up his position in the military to become a part of the civilian government. I I mean I get I I kind you know I I understand that sentiment, but you know let's say that he were just you know that he were just you know again retired General Kelly, retired Marine General Kelly. And he were act. I know, still wouldn't care. I still would not care. You're retired. You're no longer in the military. <clears throat> I don't that? respect. I I don't feel like I have to respect my father any more than I do because he was a spec four. I don't feel like I have to respect my uncle any more than I do because he was a lieutenant colonel. You earn your respect. Uh, hiding behind a fucking rank just fetishizes the military. I, I, no I guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I'm just saying, though, that, you know, I do agree with you on that principle, but let's say that that weren't, you know, I'm just saying that, you know, he would definitely, he definitely lost it when he put, again, when he put party before country. You know, you know when he helped legitimize a man for whom the Russians inserted themselves into our electoral process, he has no right to hide behind his rank. He has no, as far as I'm concerned, he has no, I'm sick and tired of, oh, he must be patriots. He was a general. Well, guess what? Patriots don't suck up to the Russians. Well, you know, uh, and again, this this is coming from, from my perspective here. Where, like I said, I don't have to respect him anymore because of his military service. Likewise, I think it's utter bullshit to say that he is somehow a more worthy person because he was a general in the military. Or, or you know, that he's somehow more patriotic. Because, you know, I'm a freaking patriot. And I would have gladly served, except fucking Reagan wouldn't let me. And I know plenty of patriotic people who can't serve because of medical conditions. It's bullshit to make military service a measure of your patriotism. 
Fair enough. It's really done just to try and rah rah, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, we stuff. all know we all know why Kelly is That's there. Fine. He's but, but he's to get back to the Kelly thing. He's yeah. Schittler's babysitter. He's yeah. there. He's doing a shit job of it. He's there. He's their insurance policy. He's there to keep Trump from doing something really stupid, and he's failed. And I suspect he'll be on the way out soon. After, after, uh, I don't know if you saw. I didn't get the audio for the for this, but he was on Fox saying it was me who got the, who got him to sign off on ex, on not you know shipping out right away. It was me, me. Oh, shipping Trump! What? The Dreamers. He's oh. he's taking credit for the you know for the the six month deadline. And we we all know that Trump does not like it when people go over his helmet. Well, steal his light. That too. Um, I never served. Uh, I did, however, serve our country a little bit because when my my aunt was in the Air Force, her husband, who was also in the Air Force, beat her so badly she had a cerebral hemorrhage and a stroke. And we took care of their little kids while she was in the VA recovering from that crap. And he got off with a discharge and then fl- and then just vanished, never giving her any child support. They didn't even dishonorably discharge him. So, yeah, and, and that's another okay. thing with regards to the military is the shit way they handle abuse claims within the military. Yep. The good old boy network. So we, we never served, but we did our part for our country, and I'd be damned if anybody does, will say I'm not a patriot to my face. You know, I support my country. I just don't support the shit that happens within my country. Right. So, yeah. right. so I'd like to see Trump come after Kelly for his uh, <laughs> stealing the thunder. Let's call it that. Yeah, like I said, I mean, you, you do not you do not go over his helmet. All right, so I, I earlier I teased this, but so how did we get there is what a lot of people are asking. And yeah. I've come up with what I think is the perfect analogy. Now, now picture the government, guys. Just, just you know, use your imagination. Picture the government as a business that makes robots. <laughs> Most people are happy with their robots. They're, they're a fairly decent product. Although, every once in a while, a robot will get made that does nothing but kick the owner in the balls. As it does. So, someone who decides to use this information to better themselves in the company, (laughs) Republicans, says, All the company does is build robots that'll kick you in the nuts, and only I can fix it. He manages to to get made CEO of the company. But now he has a problem. If he fixes the problem, no one's going to vote to keep him there because he ran on an anti-nut-kicking robot platform. So he goes to R&D and says, what you're going to do is you're going to make a new kind of robot that does nothing but kick people in the balls, and you're going to mix it in with the good robots. So that the problem continues, and I can still, you know, I can still say, you know, we got this problem, I still need to fix, you still need me to fix it. At which point, I, as a member of the board of directors, say, hold on, 
we hired you a year ago to fix this problem. It's gotten worse. You're thinking like a logical human being. Stop. (laughs) I can't stop myself from thinking logically. I'm sorry, Adam. None of us can. That's what sucks. (laughs) Anyway, where was I? Oh, yes. So all of a sudden, the company slash government puts out robots that do nothing but kick people in the balls. That's all they put out. And people are mad. But for some reason, they keep saying, keep the guy in there who says he can fix the problem. Sure, he's not fixing the problem, but eventually he'll fix the problem. Because what they're doing is they're saying, sure, your robot may kick you in the balls, but look at this fancy new bell and whistle we've put on the robot. And we're not even going to charge you for the robot anymore. We're going to give it to you for free. Tax cuts. No, they don't give you anything for free. Tax cuts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Those aren't real tax cuts, though. You know that as well as I do. Yes. But, you know, we're we're saying, you know, but. So, basically. People are not that stupid. Eventually, they're going to get fed up with it. The problem is the Democrats come in. They fix everything. People are happy. And then the Republicans sit there and make all of these empty promises that sound wonderful to the voters. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing is that basically the reason why Republicans suck at governing is they don't believe in government. These are the people who since 1980, since the Reagan Revolution, have said all forms of government are inherently bad. All taxation is a form of theft. Blah, 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 blah. And ever since the Reagan Revolution, we've lost this idea of the common good. Yep. Well, you know, too many people read Ayn Rand books when they were in college, and they really need to stop. Well, I, I don't like Ayn Rand for another reason. That is, it's shitty literature. It's, it's shittature! It, that may be true. But when the selfish bastards win, it's appealing, especially to people who have that sort of a fragile ego. Yeah. I, you, no, I get I, I yeah, you are absolutely right. But I mean, like I said, the way Repu- the we got to this pro- we got to this because we had a demagogue say that there was a problem that didn't exist, that being federal government bad. Some what pants too. And, and then we had another administration that said, well, we're going to make things worse. We're going to start throwing wrenches into the gears. And, of course, President Obama comes along and, and, you know, goes into the machine himself to get the wrenches out. So Trump says, we're just going to blow be, everything to be up. Perfectly, to be perfectly honest, I don't think that they really buy that the federal government is all bad because let me tell you there's not a problem that they've seen that can't be fixed with the u.s military and they sure don't have a problem with big government when it involves building a border wall on the border with mexico it's they don't like when what the government is used for is 
to advance equality or to make the planet livable. Equality Correct. is yep. the biggest issue. The, the racists in this nation, and we have so many. There are so many that just... Uh, it's an issue that has yet to be resolved in this country. Uh, you'd like to think it would die off with the older generation, but they just keep making babies or winning. I don't know. It's just but the racism until that gets resolved, you're going to have the Republicans are going to be able to go to these races and go, your tax dollars are being spent on dark people and they are going to get these people's vote. Yep. Just on that. Just that was on that. That was like the entire premise of the Reagan revolution was the whole no, demonization. That, the southern strategy of Nixon. Yeah, you had the southern strategy, but Nixon also didn't um, completely dismantle the government. In fact, he added things like the EPA and OSHA. <laughs> EPA was put in by a veto-proof majority. Nixon would yeah. not have. No. I am. Um, I mean, I appreciate wanting to give him credit for it, but no. Uh, okay. But but you know, it's it's still is even even in that regard. You know, it's the the entire the entire premise got like turned up to eleven with Reagan when when he went out there on the campaign trail and started telling the lie of the. Um, oh, the Cadillac. Ron, yeah, the Cadillac driving drive welfare queens. Yep. Um, and also, sorry. Also, I, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to shamelessly steal from John Fugelsang and and a few others. When he stated shitholes, why wasn't he talking about Lower Mississippi Valley, or uh, you know, areas in our in the in the predominantly white taker states. Rural or, Wyoming. Yeah, or, or Alabama or, you know, even Florida, up in Pensacola and stuff like that. We have some really crappy shithole places. Why isn't he talking about those? Appalachian because you don't buy the, bite yeah. the hands that feed you. Yeah, I know. See, that is where the double standard is, but nobody really brings it out except for the liberal side. I'm sorry to say, we try to. I mean, we try to. I think we try to be equal for the most part, right? Yeah. 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 Well, not only that, but when we sit there and we say, "Well, you know, okay, these countries and other parts of the world aren't great, but we've got these areas in our country that aren't great." Who are the ones who want to help those people? Why is it that they're taker states? <laughs> Pardon me. They're like taker states because the Democrats created programs to try and help these people. Yeah, it's like me. I'm, I'm sending money to Puerto Rico because if I don't, you know, you know, they need help. Our government's not helping them. So, you know, we well, have why to would do the that. government help Puerto Rico? It's a bunch of brown people who speak Spanish. It's obviously not America. And their and their president isn't friendly to us. Yes. <laughs> no, their president is not. <laughs> oh, that made me just a laugh, you know. And, and it, it, I, I'm just surprised nobody really fully directed the question to him. Do you know who the president of Puerto Rico is? 
You know what? I, you know what? I would pay. I will. I will pay a hundred dollars to the brave soul who asks Sarah Huckabee Sanders what Donald Trump's uh, how, how what America's relationship with Wakanda is like right now. Oh, will you? Well, you know, That'll be funny. we we really, really are trying to improve our relations with Wakanda because we need that vibranium. Oh, yes. Mm. yes. Well, the point is that I'm, I'm pretty sure They've Schittler, fields, I'm pretty it. sure, I'm pretty sure <laughs> Schittler has no idea that Wakanda doesn't exist. Oh, he knows it exists. It's right there next door to Nambia. (laughs) And Becky, 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 Stan, Stan? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. And and before we go to break, let me just say this. Bullshit, he only weighs 239 pounds. Bullshit. I I am a girther. Well, okay, I will say this. With that much fat and that little muscle on his body, fat weighs a lot less than muscle does. Oh. He could he could weigh 239 pounds if he's 80% body fat. Right. And I, 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 I actually I actually stumbled upon a new theory today. The way Trump gets measured for his height, he takes the longest hair that's on top of his head, holds it up, and makes a measurement measure it from the top of that hair. There we yeah. go. Well, and I will and I will say that you know it's a miracle he grew two inches between January of last year and this week, because if you look yes. there, there was a picture of him standing next to President Obama. At uh, on inauguration day, and they were roughly the same height. President Obama six one. Donald Trump looked a little shorter, but not like you know, like I don't know. Maybe maybe it was the well, hair. Look yeah, at I'm the pictures. Look at the pictures of him next to Jeb Bush at the podiums at the Reagan Library debate. Jeb Bush is six foot four. <laughs> there was a lot more than one inch of difference. So why are they even lying? Someone, you know, why are they lying about his height? Because, because they don't want to come out and say that the president is an obese motherfucker. Correct. My, Miles is what? You're six two and a half. Six two and three quarters. Three quarters. <laughs> three quarters. He is two seventy five. If Trump weighs less than my husband, I, I'm calling foul here. Yeah, well, I I weigh roughly the same thing they reported that the president weighs. Mm-hmm. I'm five foot nine and a half, five foot nine and three quarters. Um, I know that you guys probably haven't seen a full body picture of me, but let me assure you, I am much, much more. Well, much more normal as far as body shape is concerned. Yeah, I, I'm I'm five six and I weigh two hundred just because I have bad knees and I can't get the exercise I really want to. But I'm also fifty years old, so hey. Let me put this way: look, we know, look, we know <laughs> the man does not have a great diet; that he eats almost exclusively 
junk food and fast yeah, food. Yeah, and I don't understand. You know, that. here's the thing: horrible. is that you know what? I may weigh more than he does, my friend, but I also have seen a salad in the past twenty-four hours. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You I know. don't know that Trump knows what a salad is if it's not a taco salad. Yes, and and order. just so you know, yes. when I say salad, I'm yes. not talking about the character from uh, what's the new Naruto Naruto sequel. Understood. That's not what it yeah. is, dumb Donnie. But my point is that the, the, it doesn't add up. No, and you know what? no, no, does, it's a straight up um, propaganda thing. To does that does that mean that the doctor who did the press conference is lying? I, you know what? Yes, I'm going to say it. Yes. Let me finish, please. Oh. <clears throat> I think he's like, you know what? I'm going to give the president he wants. I'm going to fudge these numbers just to shut him the fuck up. No. I don't think, I, I mean, come on. Agreed. Then you're saying... You know, I think I think he was just like, you know, eh, all right, we're gonna make him an inch taller. We'll add a few, we'll add a few inches to his dick. Who cares? They do it to protect the presidency. Here, Mister Trump, hold these helium balloons while you stand on the scale. <laughs> That's not how helium works. No, <laughs> it's it's scary. It really is. I know, I know he's more. Mm. Uh. Uh, he has more of a gravitational pull than they are saying he does. And, I would, and I, that's just being nerdy and being nice. Yeah. But yeah. I, I would have a, a smidgen more respect for the man if he would allow the truth to exist. Oh, but no. then he's not a virile, uh, a, a, a virile, he was amazing never man that virile. He yeah, he's, he's trying to pretend he is, though. I, I would be happy to call him virile if I saw the, the PP tape released. I would call him virile up one side and down the other. Like, look at that virile man. I want that thing released so bad. I'll call him virile. I, I'll freely admit it right here and now. You release that tape, and I will sing his praises of his virility. Oh, yeah. The, the first the first I really remember hearing about him was when he owned his football team in the USFL. And he was a greasy, slimy motherfucker back then. Actually, I never really paid attention to him until he started showing up in Bloom County. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Doonesbury was doing him so much even before Bloom County did. Because okay, when, yes. yep. because when um, Trump Tower was being completed, uh, Gary Trudeau really went to town on the showy uh, gold on everything bullshit that was yeah, Trump see, Tower. See, see, I own all the Bloom County stuff, so I I reread those all the time. So that's yeah. what stuck in my mind. So yeah, yeah, but the Doonesbury ones were really good too. <laughs> And I do remember them vaguely. They just didn't pop. Yeah. All right. We're already five minutes over, so we're going to go to break. We're going to cut this one short, so don't be surprised when it doesn't do the whole, uh, you know, the, the, you know, the three minutes thing. Because as soon as I say it, we'll be right back after this. Go for it. Mm-hmm. 
You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. That's the end of Act One. Intermission time. Go get some snacks. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Attention, people of Earth. What's going Attention, on there? people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't take it anymore! There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop-ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott! I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. And we're back. (laughs) 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 Joining. Okay. Uh, Oh, wait. (laughs) Yeah. All right, joining me as always are the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master Mike Trek Radio, Michelle Lagan. Yes, the fairies are flying into my house, and I'm so happy. Very good, very good. And also joining <laughs> us out of Port St. Lucie, Port St. Lucie, <laughs> Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master Mike Trek Radio, Mr. Miles Lagan. Indeed, hello. And sitting in for John as he tends to his ill aunt out of Columbus, Cat. Hello, and um, apparently last night at National Airport, they were paging Senator Rob Portman to come to the Delta Gate. Apparently he was missing his flight. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Oh, dear. Well, shutting down the government's hard work. Yes, it is. Good lord. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> All right, so let's get to some of this audio that I cut at work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, funny funny story about work today. Um, it, it, You know what? Let, let's get this out there just because... You know, apparently we have to explain proper etiquette in public to people now because, you know, like I said, when I was a kid, this shit didn't fly. When when I was younger, I was taught manners and now all of a sudden it's all about what what do I want? The, the It is not an appropriate response to someone saying, no, I'm not going to take those coupons that you ripped off other merchandise an appropriate response to that isn't to throw shit at someone. Yikes. Wow. 
All right, everyone, write that down in your little notebooks. It is not it is not appropriate to throw stuff at someone just because someone rightfully says, no, we're not going to let you steal from us. I shouldn't have to explain this, but apparently I do. Wow. Rough. All right, let's get to this. Uh, Sean, uh, Sean Hannity, a.k.a. the Incredible Sulk. Uh, he started his show, I think, Thursday, saying, It's over, Mueller! Come on out, vermin! Um, and he said the witch hunt was over, blah, blah, blah. And I'm gonna, I've got a message for the Incredible Sulk. And that is, you're going to jail along with Schittler. And when you do, don't drop the soap because someone might take the opportunity to shank you. So. Anywho. The Incredible Sulk fanning the flames. Uh, you know, again, they hate... Mueller is a straight shooter. I mean, and I'm told on a regular basis by a friend of mine who's a conservative, what, what, you actually trust a Republican? I was like, yes, his reputation at the FBI is impeccable. You know. Yeah, it so is. So why shouldn't I trust him? Are you saying I shouldn't? Are you, Mr. <clears throat> saying that I should not trust any Republican? Anyway, here's uh here's the incredible here here's sulky. This this is now we now can release this to the public. All that needs to happen is for the House Intelligence Committee to go into session. And then they have a vote on it. And then it will be sent to the White House. All the White House has to do, and I am certain they would do it, is check off that the it's okay to allow the American people to see what it is that these congressmen are so aghast at. As one person said, this makes Watergate look like nursery school. Now, Watergate's a two-bit break-in, right? It's about, oh, they break into a political opposition. No, this is about using government, using the powerful tools of intelligence. This is about lying to courts. This is about opposition parties conniving and scheming and planning and plotting on how they can spy on a opponent, an opposition party in a presidential election year, and then it's after a presidential election year and about an insurance policy they they put together. We could then have a vote in the House, and it would be released tonight, today, to you, the American people. Yeah, so he's basically trying to say... I'm sorry. Did, is it, did he just say that all Watergate was was a two-bit break-in? Yes. What the? Uh, he, he said that while also at the same time trying to advance a, a quote, crime, unquote, that's been proven to be bullshit for months now. But they keep pushing this stupid idea that the FISA warrant was obtained illegally through use of the Steele dossier and to the benefit of the Clinton campaign, which is a load of horseshit. The FISA warrant was uh, sought and given for Manafort's 
contacts with the Ukrainian opposition. And, and, and people wonder why I have not, I've only had two days this year where I've not had a headache. <laughs> yep. All right, let's get to cut two. Now, release the memo has been trending as I saw it earlier today, and I just tweeted it out on Twitter. I want to see the memo. We have a right to see the memo. And I am also told today that this memo is only 30%, maybe, of what is about to come out. We are talking about widespread FISA warrant abuse, and we're talking about not rank-and-file FBI people, not rank-and-file intelligence people, but we're talking about people at the highest level in these departments corruptly thinking that they know better than you as to who should be the American president. And the, the, it, is, it shocks the conscience what has gone on here. The other thing this will expose to everybody is just how corrupt the mainstream liberal left-wing media in this country is, just how wrong they have been. Shut the fuck up, Hannity. Where is that? Where is that liberal mainstream media? I want to know where it is. Uh... Wow. I, I, I love Hannity. Just keep on talking. Because, you know, he's opened his foot. He's opened his mouth and stuck his foot in it. And uh, had to backtrack from certain people that were just such an embarrassment that he had to, you know, backtrack what he said. So let him keep laying this groundwork down. It is real. I am looking forward to when it starts to see the light of day and all of a sudden Hannity's there like, uh, 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 oh, yeah. Let's watch that tap dance. Yeah. Like I said, you know, I mean, they. I, I think he realizes that uh, Schittler is uh, is going down. Uh, and like I said, Hannity will be going with him. I don't know. The, the Fox News has a strong base. They are such such sheep. When you say going down, I mean you mean like his poll numbers, his, his ratings will go so bad they'll fire him. I think uh, no. I'm talking about Schittler. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about Hannity going down. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. Anything else? Oh, wait. Why am I asking that? We got one more. <laughs> one more clip. They're lying to you right now about what's going to happen. They're trying to scare the crap out of, you know, grandma and grandpa when it's not true about what a government shutdown really means. I'll go over that in detail. So if you want to see the memo and you want the memo released, release the memo, you can call Congress now at 202-224-3121. You can ask for the Speaker's office. You can ask for your congressman, your congresswoman's office, and say, release the memo. Please do it now. We have a right to see it. Because I'm hearing... 
that, well, the leadership is they, they're too busy and they got government shut down. Release the memo. It's not that difficult. It's not that hard. Won't take that long. It's not that much effort. And it looks like if you are going to be stuck in Washington over the weekend, sticking around in D.C., if you're going to be doing that, then you might as well work for the people anyway. All right, I'll get back to this in a second. 202-224-3121. If you're on Twitter, you might want to tweet out, release the memo. I put it up on my account out at Sean Hannity. Friend, yeah. Fuck the memo. The memo is a lying piece of bullshit. Okay, well, here's the thing. is that Even if the memo isn't a piece of bullshit, it's irrelevant to the FBI. The FBI doesn't deal with FISA. The CIA does. Yeah, it's for, uh, yeah. You know, so, and, and, and again... And again, FISA warrants issue on this newfangled concept called probable cause. Yeah. So, yeah, let them do the floundering. It's fine. I'm totally cool with it. As am I. All right, uh, here is uh, Representative uh, Mark Gates on uh, Hannity. Ill. I did not need that mental image in my head. Uh, agreeing with him that this is basically a coup. Gates, you saw these materials today. You agreeing with Jim Jordan? Because it sounds like a few people decided they wanted to fix. Not only they fixed it so Hillary wouldn't get in trouble on the email server scandal. We know felonies were committed. She fixed the primary, rigged the primary. Sounds like they're fixing and rigging here a general election or to overturn an election. And, you know, I mean, whatever word you want to describe that. Fixing, well, Sean, rigging, a coup, I don't know. Yeah, you are describing the very elements of a palace coup. And after Jim and Mark Meadows and many others of us reviewed the intelligence information today, it is abundantly clear that the entire Mueller investigation is a lie built on a foundation of corruption. And what is so important is that we get this information into the public square. The best disinfectant for this corruption is going to be sunshine, and that's why Jim Jordan and I have joined many other members of Congress in calling for this information to be released for the review of all of the American people. You know, Sean, when you've been on this show each and every night making claims about the bias and the corruption and the deep state, people have accused you and your guests of being tinfoil hat folks, lone voices in the wilderness. This critical intelligence information will vindicate the claims that have been made by so many, and it is absolutely essential that we share it with all Americans. That's what we're fighting for in the Congress. Is it a fair statement? Okay, there's so much friggin' wrong with what he just said. But when you call it a palace coup, fuck you. I'm sorry, I don't use that term very often. Palace require, you know, makes it like royalty. No, shut the hell up. They're trying to get our king. Yes. (laughs) (sighs) Hell. Sorry, I just had to voice that. It made me really irritated. 
It's okay. Uh, still, though, it, it's excellent to see them this desperate, circling the wagons. They're really, really trying to attack the... They are seeing that the Mueller thing is real, and they're seeing that it has teeth, and they are trying to mitigate that early. I don't think they'll succeed, but that's what they're trying. All right. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Who wants to hear Schmucker Carlson be uh, horribly racist and a total douche? Now, you know what? We should say that for Kenny. I think he'll want to hear that. Yeah. Okay. Because that's nothing new. <laughs> well, yeah, but no, no. I was no. going to say, any night you can turn on his show for that. No, no. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh... Fox News is making the claim that Democrats boycotting the State of the Union is racist against Trump. At really? least five Democratic lawmakers say they're going to boycott President Trump's first official State of the Union address on January 30th. There are their pictures. But does this send the wrong message by using his speech for their political gain? Joining us now for the Massey Memo is the host of The Property Man and Fox News legal analyst Bob Massey. Hey, Bob. Good morning, Angela. Good morning. So the qu first question is, why do Democrats think that they can use the president's speech as a political statement? Well, to be clear, as a citizen, I objected whenever President Obama was there and the justices and Ted Cruz decided to boycott. I thought that was inappropriate, and so I feel this way. I don't believe this is the most reverent chamber of government in the world. And for them to use this as a platform to, to basically send a message, I just shows disrespect to the office itself. Again, you don't, if you disagree with the man, disagree with him, but to at least respect the office that he holds. The other thing is, Ainsley, and I say this very carefully, when is it, does, does racism come the other way? In other words, is this a political statement or are these people also, as they call the president a racist, are they potentially racist against him? Oh, Somebody has to no. address that issue because there's a fine line between a political statement and are they being racist against the president of the United States? Oh, boy. Oh, oh good God. Somebody wow. slap that man. I'm sorry. I don't like slapping people, but he needs to be slapped. In this case, I think it's warranted. <laughs> Back Just piping, just go all, go, uh, go all three. Woo! Wow. Yeah, that, 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 is, that is some straight up, that is some straight up look. We understand our president is a white supremacist, but by you boycotting, you are sinking to his level. Fuck oh you. Oh, hell no. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me see if I have anything else that can uh, that can, we can get through uh, before we get to Kenny. Uh, no, it seems that all all that's left is the schmucker. Okay. So, all right. So, anyway, tonight, after uh, sometime in the final hour, we're going to do our. Okay, so it sounds like. It, is there any word about the the Disney acquisition of Fox being final? 
I've heard I've heard it still has to be finalized. I I haven't actually looked, so I can't tell it. Alright, someone during the break go take a look. Um, because I've heard it hasn't been finalized yet. But we're going to be basically recasting the X-Men for the MCU. Yes, but we don't have to use current uh, actors. We could use old actors You can use well, any so. actor at any yeah. point in their career. Hell yeah. And I have oh. one that's going to really freak the hell out of people. Oh, no. Yes. Well, we shall see what it is <laughs> right after this. You guys might not know her, so hey. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. And I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I think he's like the thing. He only imitates human behavior. He's not actually human himself. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of metal and monsters of rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Right here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. It fought like a demon, big and furry, soft and squishy, oh, kind of plush and cuddly. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. And we are back. Woo-hoo! Join me, yes. Join me as always. Yeah. Uh, the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida. The GM Galaxy Master Mike Chuck Radio and Anime Weekly, Miles Lagon. Yeah, Welcome yeah. back, sir. Thank you. And also joining us out of uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master, Michelle Lagon. I am here and ready to rock and roll. Very good, very good. Anyway, I don't know what that was. <laughs> Miles just fell out of his chair. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I adjusted in my chair to scratch the back of a leg. Ooh. You're welcome. 
Okay. Anyway, uh, also joining us out of the great city, uh, the the great city of Columbus, Ohio, singing for John Kendall, Cat. Hello, (laughs) and I encourage everyone to go and check out some of these uh, pictures from the various women's marches around the world. Some pretty (laughs) impressive turnouts. Oh, yes. The mall in Washington, D.C. may have been even more full this year. Really? Oh, my God. That's great. I've seen some pictures. It's There's a lot of people who are pissed. It's amazing they turn out to support Trump like that. No, no, no. no. They're celebrating. They're celebrating. Cat's tongue planted firmly in cheek. (laughs) Anywho... Fi- uh, uh, joining us now out of uh, Clevesburg, Ohio, Mr. Kenny Peck. How are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing well. I'm I'm rather impressed by all the pictures of the Women's March. I retweeted one uh, that uh, says, please note the lack of Nazis at our marches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I retweeted I've seen that. that. I've seen that one a few retweets right. on my timeline today. Yeah, how and I'm going. How Sparks I'm actually gonna... said... Oh, sorry. No, finish finish your thought. How Sparks actually said he could hear the Women's March going past his uh, studios at w- uh, WCPT. Very good. So, yep. Good. So, um, I'm going to I'm gonna break the one, like, mortal sin of uh, Indie Media Weekly right now and read Uh-oh. another sign. Just because I'm just reading this sign because it was so goddamn funny. So, this is it. I, I'm the I'm the only person I have to answer to for this. Okay. But there was an older woman at one of the marches who had a sign that said, "I would call Trump a cunt, except he lacks warmth and depth." So that's the only time you're ever going to hear me say that word on on this network, uh, unless uh, unless you know a sign like that, uh, you know. And and I say I say uh, uh, an amen to that lady yes. for uh, having yes. the, the I, I would say quoting with humor is allowed. Yes. Yeah. Quoting the word with so, humor. So there you go. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm actually red-faced after reading that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at a picture right now that I think is from Philadelphia with a uh, gentleman holding up a sign that says, Russian Americans against Trump Putin. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very nice. And if you get a chance, just go and just go and tweet. It just just hashtag Trump shut down with anything you want. You know, uh, I, I tweeted out um, my, earlier tonight's candidate Trump. Mexico will pay for the wall at real Donald Trump. I'll shut down the government if I can't force American taxpayers to pay for the wall. Hashtag Trump shut down. Hashtag worst president ever. Hashtag Trump lies. Hashtag Trump failure. And yes. you, you have heard that he's trying to claim that this is a, a woman's march yeah. to support him, right? I, I saw yeah. that. Did you see Nancy Pelosi's tweet? It, she retweeted oh, yeah. it and said, and she said, who wants to tell him? Actually, did you, uh, well, since we're all part of the vast left-wing conspiracy, can you, did you get the, did you get Chuck Schumer's uh, press release, you know, uh, press release after the shutdown started? Oh, absolutely! I, yeah. I sure did. Yeah. For for the for the record, here here is the press release. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I yes. love it. some of his you best know, work. 
you know, I'm going to be honest. It's offensive to compare Trump to Crankcore. It's offensive to Crankcore because, you know, Crankcore is much more competent than Trump ever will be. True. I can't think of any uh, villain that I really would compare Trump to. I, I mean, any any villain. Well, no, I can think of one villain I could, I would compare him to. Mm-hmm. Kefka from Final Fantasy VI. Okay. I, don't, I think maybe Kite Man, or something like that. Kite Man was a really horrible uh, Batman villain from the seventies. I'll, I'll give I'll give him Kite Man. Because he was a terrible villain, <laughs> right. he was a failure. And and I he should point out, thwarted at every turn. Yeah, I should point out that uh, once again, our our source in DC, Deep Pancreas, managed to uh, t- to get audio that we shouldn't be getting, folks. Here, um, audio from the uh, the health uh, check of uh, Schittler. You know, we, we are not supposed oh. to have this, Kenny. We we could all die for possessing this audio. True. But we're going to play it anyway because we're devoted to the truth. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> you're the you are the audio. best deep pancreas we love you yeah <laughs> so uh i also would like to say uh yes hashtag release the memo hashtag so we can debunk it yes i i just I, yeah, go on um just saw a couple more cute pictures, both uh, signs held up by little girls. One one of them says, I'm also 6'3 and 239 pounds. <laughs> 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 nice. and, and the other one says, build a wall and my generation will tear it down. Nice. Nice. I I also I I saw a young girl at at the march too. It says, "Tweet others as you would like to be tweeted." (laughs) (laughs) Waka waka. Yes. Good stuff. I I I still Nancy Pelosi fucking won the internet today though. Who wants to tell him? (laughs) Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I don't know if you if you talked about this earlier or not, but um, uh, did you see the deputy deputy press secretary on Fox and Friends today, um, Hogan Gidley? Um, Who? And, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah Xen. Hogan <laughs> Gidley. Well, in in dig this, Dean Kane was sitting in on Fox and Friends. You know, noted right winger, worst Superman ever. Oh my um, God, no. Yeah, yeah, and um, but he says, uh, "Look, you guys are sitting with a former TV Superman in Dean Cain," and they said, "I'm working for real life Superman over my shoulder." Ah. Ah. Oh hell no! And I I I I have a comment that I made on the post that got uh, it's in uh, thirty upvotes, which is unheard of, really. And I just put, "Superman never bragged about sexually assaulting women." Um, oh, nice. and, uh, and of course my handle is Superman hates Trump too. 
And <laughs> and and this this guy responded, weirdly appropriate pseudonym you have, LOL. And I said, it's really working out today. So, uh, <laughs> so God, yeah. Ho- Hogan really, Gidley. I, I'm mm. so sorry that Dean Kane is such a right-wing douche. That's a shame. Yeah, Hogan Gidley, actually, that sounds like a porn name. It's like, it sounds like his first pet name was Hogan, and Gidley was a street hero. Hogan! <laughs> I don't know. To me, it sounds like one of those fucking legacy admissions to Princeton or something. Yeah, like Tucker Carlson. Speaking yeah. of... Thank you, Kenny. Oh, <laughs> Schmucker Carlson... Uh, had a Chicago alderman on his program and was, as usual, completely and totally outclassed. That, yeah. I mean, he could have a cinder block sitting beside him and he'd be out. <laughs> here's cut, here's mm. cut one. It, it, it helped uh, balance the budget. We're paying right. our pension liabilities. Okay. Our good, credit well, good, rating good has gone up. Good for you for trying. I mean, and, and, I, and I hope it works. No, I, don't I think mean, it, it is true. Work, our credit rating has is, is gone up. It's great. Uh, but but let's, get, let's, get back, let's get back to the question of how all the energy you're putting in to helping people who shouldn't be here in the first place is benefiting the citizens, the American citizens of Chicago. Why should they be happy about this? Well, you know what? Here, Tucker, we help. You know, look, I'm, I'm an alderman, but my constituents... Um, uh, are varied. Uh, there's Chinese, uh, there's Lithuanians, there's Polish, uh, they're yeah. Mexican, they're from various parts of the world. Um, I, I don't check their, their, their status when they come and you know, ask me for, you know, t- for help. Uh, it's, it's un-American. Uh, it's, not, it's not what I do. I wouldn't do it to, to, no. to anyone. What's American uh, I, is to I help. See people oh, help. No, 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 no. So, so your job, but just, I want to be clear on this. So your job is to help any citizen of the world who asks for your help? No, any citizen who lives in his district, dumbass. Hell yes. What a douche nozzle. This, this whole, like, quizzical, like, stupid dog act that he does, uh, you know, to, to disguise his white nationalism, it just doesn't fucking work. Joy Reid, thankfully, called him out. Uh, for his blatant white nationalist point of view uh, today, so that was nice. Yeah, if they're in your district, you even if they're not a citizen and, and conservatives, you better write this down because I know you guys can't remember worth shit. They are still your constituent. Yeah, yeah. and uh, citizenship but, but the, what, is irrelevant. Does, yeah, what what he does, what he does there though. Is is he he couches everything in like a stupid childlike question to try and twist and pervert what the message actually is. So so let me get this straight. Then your job is to ask, be a, you know help anybody in the whole wide world and ask for your help. What are what is wrong with you? I know what's wrong with him. He's a white nationalist and he's yeah. trying to get he's trying to get the stupid Fox viewers on board with his white nationalism. Conspiracy theory shit too. I, I'd like because to think again, it's failing, I, I, but yeah, 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 uh, exactly. But you know, and, and like I talked about on the show, he's BFFs with Alex Jones. This is you know what he does on his show is the Alex Jonesification of the DNC uh, of the I'm sorry the GOP and Fox News. You Fox News has always been terrible, but this creeping 
thread of of Infowars nonsense that's going in, and the the uh, the the Gavin McInnes brand of just outright white nationalist Nazi hate, it's all leaching in. Yeah, the the biggest thing that annoys me about his sort of speech is American was built America was built on immigration, whether it was. Papers or not, we bust over. I mean, we brought over thousands of Chinese to help build us build our railways. We brought over yeah. thousands of Irish, thousands of Italians, and not all of them had papers. What the <laughs> hell is this jackass talking about? Sure. Well, shall we continue? Well, then? that's like that. Just a moment here. It's like that stupid Numbers USA commercial that's been running here in Columbus lately. I don't know if it's running where you guys live or not, but it's a get. It's an anti-chain migration, uh, chain immigration um, commercial. Very, very racist in its in its nature because it's like you give one immigrant amnesty and it leads to like. T- 20,000 or something like that is the number that they give uh, immigrants who come into this country through chain immigration. And it's like, my fucking great-grandparents came here because of chain immigration, because they had brothers and sisters who were here. Yeah. Is it that one that that, that says it's pure evil? Um, You know, and saying President Trump is right, build the wall, deport criminals, stop illegal immigration now? Because um, I, I think remember... it, this might be a new one. This might be a new one. So, yeah, but yeah, it's just I I I absolutely hate it because it's like on top of which everyone who is here who is European generally is the result of chain immigration in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just because you don't happen to like the people who are coming in now. Well, Miles' mother's naturalized. Mm -hmm. She was born in Hungary. Yeah, well, Trump's Trump's mother wasn't, uh, you know, born here either. Yeah, and his grandparents weren't as well. Yeah, so it's, it's pretty insane. This whole... But there's there's some differences though. They were white. Yeah, is that the this problem? is this, yeah. yeah, that is true. Those are the kinds of immigrants Tucker Carlson and Trump like. Yeah, uh, that is also true. Yeah, but after uh, all, Adam, why can't yeah. we get more from places like go Norway? Norway. All right, uh, let's get yeah. to this next clip. Look, people come to my office for help uh, on various sorts of of things, services, and and my office helps those people that come through the door. So you don't think you have a special Uh, obligation to the citizens of this country? Your obligation is the same for the citizen of Bangladesh as it is for the citizen of America. No, but I don't have any citizens from Bangladesh, but I, you know, here, Name again, a country. I'm, I'm saying not you check- don't have a special uh, obligation to America. I'm not citizens? checking citizens. I'm not checking citizenship status. Well, of course you are. You're protecting. Uh, no, yes, I'm you not, are. You're, you're no, actually I'm not. protecting. I mean, I'm not checking. Oh, pro- this whole here, policy protects I'm not specifically at the door people who are not here Whether legally. they are citizens or not. Most of the people that I represent are citizens, but 
whether it means. I mean, I'm not checking at the door their IDs to see if they're citizens or not. Okay, let's play a game oh. where you answer oh. at least one question that I ask you. So, do you oh. think? Let's start. With I'm, this answering, think, I'm answering. I'm answering. I think. Oh, hold on. You, do you think? Here's the question. Let's see if you can answer it. Do you think oh. that you have an obligation to represent American citizens first above people who are here illegally? Oh, douche nozzle. Can I, can, can okay. I say something real quick? So, yeah, yeah. Okay, if you are hurt in France or you're hurt in England or you're hurt in, or get sick or get appendicitis, even if you're not hurt, if you've got a medical problem, France... Britain and a lot of these other countries will treat you. Sure. It doesn't matter right. if you are a citizen of their country. They will help but, you out. This is Tucker Carlson basically giving a, 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 a you know this fox little smiley face on the papers please policy of Nazi Germany. Yes. You know, your papers. You know, I mean seriously because that's what you would have to do. That you would have to, oh, oh, you're prioritizing the needs of the, no, you're not asking people if they're a citizen, if they come to you for help. That's not your job. No, exactly. Right. And besides which, when you're a representative, you represent everyone, citizen or not. Because, uh, you know, if somebody's an immigrant, legal or undocumented, if they're an immigrant, they're not yet a citizen, but they still have fucking rights. Even so, yeah. it's not his job to check the citizenship. He's there to serve the people of the city, and if somebody shows up and says, hey, I've got a pothole in my street, it's unsafe, it might break a vehicle or hit a cop child, that whatever, and it's like, that, that's his job. Here's, here's his another job example. To go, Hold on, are you a citizen? Here's another example. Here's another example. The other day, I called the non-emergency number for Cleveland police because when we came home from work, I heard what I thought was a car alarm going off. And then I went out to take some recycling out uh, after we had dinner. So like an hour, hour and a half later, I go out and I still hear this alarm. And I'm like, it really didn't sound like a car alarm. It kind of maybe sounds like somebody doesn't have like a security system like ADT, but maybe they put a... Uh, a you know an alarm or something on their garage or something like that so i called the police and i said i don't know exactly where it is but i can tell you what streets it's going to be in, in the area and you know if they roll their window down they should be able to hear it and they said do you want to leave your name and i was like no i just want to make sure that you know whoever is okay you know where this alarm is going off i said you know it's far enough away from me that i'm not afraid of my safety or anything I just, you know, think maybe somebody's not home and maybe somebody's messing around with somebody's garage or something. The cops didn't ask me if I was a citizen when I called about that. They asked if I wanted to leave my name. I didn't. Exactly. And no, that's, you know, I mean, so so we do not have fucking Gestapo tactics in this country. Like, yeah. much to Tucker Carlson's chagrin, I'm sure. Yeah, he wants those, definitely. I would like Tucker Carlson, when, the next time he's in a vehicle accident and he's stuck in his car and it's catching on fire and the firefighters show up and he's like, hey, hey, get me out of here. The car's about to explode. The firefighter looks at him and goes, you a citizen? I don't know. I, I can't. Uh, I'm going to need some. I, I don't have know. any. I don't have I don't have my papers on me. Uh, sir, uh, you know, I, I'm I sorry. I'm by the taxpayers of this country. 
I, I just can't help you. Yeah. I, I, you I'm can't sorry, your my arms are both broken and pinned. Yeah. I can't reach my wallet. No, no, sorry, sir, <laughs> Mr. Carlson. The fire's spreading! Yes, I can see that. Um, that's a real shame. Um, hold on. Oh, man. That, that person's looks like that, that person's got a son. Oh, yeah. Dark? <laughs> you have discovered my superpower, sir! <laughs> yeah, I'm dark. I dig it. Is there more of, the, of Schmucker, as you lovingly refer to him? Yes, yes, there is. And this is where it gets really oh, crazy. Okay. I represent my citizens very well, thank you, Tucker. Everyone that comes through that door. <laughs> okay, so you, you, didn't, you, you, lo- you were only dancing that loves the service. So let's, let's try a second but one. You just want, just you want me somehow we'll to point that with. Okay. No, I'm, I'm seriously. You, you want me somehow you... to guess. And you want me to just guess what? Well, so they have to be blue eyed and, and, and blonde to you be able to say, what? okay, you're I'm American. Here. I mean, look, it's, you know what I mean? mean? It's, it's ridiculous that you would even say something I'm like that. I'm just saying. I mean, that's to you. With, no, because, you is that, because is that your I test for citizenship? About, I don't know. No, no, I can't, not, I can't you tell. You know what? what, oh, what? I'm going to pause there because someone struck a nerve. Boom! You know. It sure did. You know that fucker would not ask a blonde haired, blue eyed person. Are they a citizen? You know it. I know it. Fucker knows it. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's so angry at this guy. Because this guy has him by the balls and is squeezing. Oh, and Kenny, just in case you missed it earlier, I, I reused my uh, analogy involving the robots that kick people in the uh, particulars to illustrate how we got to this point in our government. Balls kicking robots? <clears throat> yes. Nice. All right, here we go. Uh, the rest of this cut. What a, what a loathsome little demagogue you are to say something like no, that. I'm, I'm saying, asking I mean, you how do you about, want me to no, no, no. ask? Some little demagogue you how are. How do you want me to ask? Mr. Cardinal, how do you want me to ask to whether citizens something. or not? No, I, want I want you to know. answer my question simply. I'm answering Do you it. have an obligation to American citizens of any color over people who are here illegally? It's I really need, simple. Can I you answer? I meet all it? my obligations, Tucker. I meet all my obligations to the people that are from, from the entire city, people that I meet on the streets as well. How do I American citizens well. benefit from protecting illegal aliens in Chicago? All right. So first of all, he's co- he is conflating serving his constituents with protecting illegal immigrants yeah second speaking of nut kicking robots do we have an address so i can send one to tucker uh that robot well you could probably just send it to the fox studios and maybe just disguise it as a roomba and then it'll like it'll transform and you know it, 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 you know, a little Roomba will be sweeping around, you know, all Tucker's dandruff and everything up, and then it'll transform like, and uh, it'll stand upright, and it'll it'll rear its little leg back and just go wonk. <laughs> Who did that? And it transforms back into a Roomba real quick, and of course, Schmucker is none the wiser. <laughs> what a little demagogue you are, because he's never engaged in demagoguery. What? Oh, no, no. He should have fired back and said, what an ugly white nationalist you are. You know what? He, he, you know, Schmucker, let me uh, let, let me uh, quote to you from the Bible, my favorite book, Douchebagians, let he who is without douche cast the first bag. That's not you. Yeah. No. 
Maybe you should talk about his beloved brother Buckley for a while. Schmuckley. Yeah. All right, we're gonna cut out. We're gonna cut out number four. We're just gonna go straight to the end of this shit show because it is a literal shit show at this point. All right, do it. It's really simple. American citizens. What what do you want me to say? Have a right to have their interests first. You don't agree with that. You can't tell me how this benefits American citizens. You accuse. Show me where in the Constitution it says that. They have a right that exists only in the deranged mind of fucker Carlson. He is such a dipshit. Soul. He is such an, a, a profound dipshit. And, you know, again, he will argue the white that he's not a white nationalist all the live long day. But all you have to do is tune in for five minutes to his fucking show, and if you aren't a complete mouth-breathing fox-loving rube, you'll get it. Yep. All right, let's get to this. We're we're already at the top of the hour. You but, accuse but me Tucker, of racism. You know, but Tucker, but Tucker, Americans are, oh, are, are they're black Americans. They're, they're it's Asian not about Americans. race. It's about they're citizenship. They're Polish Americans. I, I'm hey, but how, you're asking me somehow to know. Whether that person, you know, is, is a citizen or not, I, I don't have. I'm, I'm, I'm not sorry, asking you to know. I'm asking you to care. I'm asking you to care I, about American citizens. Of course I citizens. care. No, I'm you don't. telling you, why would I not care? Why would I not care? But I'm asking way, you I'm as an asshole. American citizen, there's a finite amount of money in Chicago, a finite amount of time that his aldermen have. Why should I as a citizen be happy that you're spending your time and my money protecting people who don't have a right to be here? And you can't answer that question. How do you know, what, what, how, how do you know we're protecting, that we're not protect, they're protecting those people? How do you know that? We're getting into the circular part of the debate. Thank you for joining us. You know, speaking of finite stuff, I have a finite surface area in my fist, and I desperately want to introduce it to Tucker's jaw. He has a finite um, uh, amount of uh, intellect, for certain. Oh, yes. Very finite. Mm. Oh, Trojan Rabbit shared a link. It says, Florida Gestapo asks passengers on a Greyhound bus... For papers. Oh yes, and all I can say to Tucker Carlson is, God damn it! Oh man, I'm not as good as Rain. I gotta see hey, this. I, I gotta see this article. Anytime. Hold on, hold on. I gotta see this article that that the uh, Trojans. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll. Uh, <clears throat> you have to realize Florida. Florida's been horrible to any um a, a, any refugee other than Cubans. So. Mm. Oh, you know, it's only if, if it's only available food, to it's only available to it's okay. subscribers. Yep. Yeah. Oh. He, he actually he actually said Florida Immigration Coalition at Florida Immigration Coalition sent the tweet, so you should be able to look at look at it from there. There you go. Well, well Tucker Carlson, he's a white nationalist. We definitely know oh, this. Oh, he he's he is such a a not nice person. Three. Three things are certain in life, death, taxes, and Tucker Carlson's a Nazi. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yep. Ding, ding. That man ding, has... Ding, Yeah, there, there's nothing good about him. No. Cool. Ready to rock, Heber? Get that break? break. Hold on. Uh, break that turkey. I'm excited. I'm excited about our fantasy film ball tonight. I yes. More names now. I'm happy. And I've got I've got a list. Oh boy. And I'm gonna I I'm gonna check it twice. Although I'm gonna say this, I could not 
recast. I, I couldn't think of someone from Wolverine. Oh, I got one already. I got one. Yep. <laughs> I think I'm really happy with mine. And I'll tell you what, my cast, you could it would be an expensive cast, but it would hit the ground running. Everybody's age appropriate. They're all active in the industry now. I'm very excited about this. Yeah, my 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 top my um uh Wolverine choice is, is active as well. But I went off the boards on a couple others because Kenny said I could. So and yeah, I and, and I took the liberty of digging the up some part of fantasy film. Yeah, yeah, I took the liberty of digging up some uh, some uh, theme appropriate drops. Here we go. Here's this. What the hell? Uh-oh. I sent you one too. Just go to break and find yeah. it. It's it's late. Yeah, we should go to break. Uh, I, I kind of need it. my I kind of need my box for break. Start, dude. I, Sorry, I, I didn't I, realize your whole box disappeared. I thought you were talking. <laughs> it's not playing. I love the fact that Francie has her own boxes now. That's kind of That's fun. fun. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, I see the problem. We'll be right back after. Uh, we'll be. <laughs> we'll be. Right I got to talk to Adam about my my raise. So hey. What? <laughs> you said I deserve a raise. Oh, that's right. I did. Breaky, breaky. I'm well aware of this break time. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. Living proof that you don't have to be crazy to host this show, but it helps. <laughs> Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Attention, people of Earth. What's going Attention, on? Attention, people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't! There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott! I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. And we are back. Join me as always out of the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida. The Rogue DM Dungeon Master Mike Check Radio, Michelle Lagan. That is me. I am here and ready to go. Very good. Very oh. good. Also out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master, Miles Lagan. Yes, hello. So are you are you watching the final season of Star Wars Rebels, Mr. Lagan? No. Oh well, never mind then. Not yet. Also joining us out of Columbus, Ohio, the amazing cat. 
Hello, everyone. Did you survive the uh, the did, did the racism of Tucker render you catatonic? No, it did not. It did kind of give me murder fists to the extreme. <laughs> did you did you gnaw your foot off at the ankle to escape like a fox? No, I did not. Okay, and also joining us on the Columbus, uh, not Columbus, Cleveland, Ohio, yeah. Mr. Kenny Pick. That's right. I'm still eagerly anticipating the Tucker Carlson Cinderblock interview, too. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, the Cinderblock wins. Boom. And, and I finally dug out, here's one clip that I got for this exercise. Previously on X-Men. And, uh, of course, this one as well. Did you uh, <laughs> see the one I sent you on uh, Skype? Uh, let me go into the chat. I sent you a real good one. Real good one. So, uh, from the man himself, Hugh Jackman as Logan. Oh, no, I didn't want to open stuff. it. I wanted to show and fold it. Uh oh. There we go. There we go. Here we go. Hold on. Let's see what this is. What this? We got ourselves an X-Men fan. You do know they're all bullshit, right? <laughs> so, in the spirit of Marvel acquiring uh, 20th Century Fox, now, it's before al- we continue, it's almost inevitable. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did did any did did anyone do the research and see if it's been finalized yet? I know well, they no, agreed it, to a deal. Yeah, well, I can, yeah, I can tell. I can tell you about this. I can tell you about this. It's, it's going to be about eighteen months, uh, a year, about a year to eighteen months before everything is finalized. So that gives time uh, for all of the Fox movies to keep coming out with the, you know the Dark Phoenix and New Mutants and Deadpool two. Um, so so that is all those are coming out, but the the other slated films for Fox are probably on permanent hiatus. So. But just to give background to anybody listening now or on the podcast, it's inevitable that at some point Marvel and Disney are going to do one of two things. Somehow try and integrate the existing franchise into the MCU. Well, actually, or keep it completely separate. They might do that, too. Uh, if they see that these movies are making money, but I think I uh, what everybody's thinking right now is they're going to recast and start anew, so there's not all the baggage. Um, although I do have some really fascinating uh, reality gem ways that this could happen, <laughs> um, and uh, you know, and even involving some time travel as well. But uh, but yeah, so uh, you know, so we decided for fantasy film ball. We would say pick our dream casts for X Men that would work within the confines of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, cool. Well, anyway, my question was because I had heard the deal, you know, that they agreed to the deal, but that there was some regulatory approval that had to happen. Yeah, all the all the legal gubbins are going to be worked out in the next twelve to eighteen months, but it's pretty solid. All right. That's a, okay. So anyway, uh, yeah. So basically, we yeah, like you said, we're gonna be we're our dream team, dream X Men team for the MCU. Right. Um, I went. Uh, I I, I kind of set the the standard for this is six central characters, 
Um, and uh, those being Professor X, Magneto, Storm, Jean Grey, Cyclops, and Wolverine. And as many um, as many uh, uh, wild cards as you wanted for additional characters. Okay. Um, I, I, and, um, and, and, um, and I'm sorry, Michelle, what were you going to say? I, I kind of verge from that. I have some of the central, but I want some more periphery characters. So That's okay. awesome. I love that. And uh, so, Adam, are you ready? Do you have the theme, the jingle? I should. One second, please. <laughs> Hold, please. Do the thing. I could fake it while you wait. Da na 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 na. All right, not that thing. He's asking for something completely different. Please do not confuse me at this sensitive time. Because it is missing. That is not helping either! We love you, Adam. Let me see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Face bagger. I got it. I got it. Here it is. Lights. Camera. Fantasy film. Ball. Oh, bitch, is this in 3D? No, but your face is. <laughs> that is great. Thank you, Kenny. You're welcome. Now play the... Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you guys are just... There we go. Happy! Goes first. We love you, Adam. Call it, Adam. Call it, Adam. Who goes first? What character do you want to yes. do first? Huh. All right, let's do Cyclops, because that's at the top of my list, so it's going to be easiest to find. Uh, who, I don't uh, have one. Oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, Miles, what do you got for Cyclops? Yeah, Richard Hatch. Why not? Richard Hatch. Oh, so you're, uh, you're talking uh, Apollo from... Uh... Anybody that's tall... Then dark hair can do Cyclops. I don't really yeah. see a Apollo from the original Battlestar Galactica, who yes. is, is just passed away uh, yes. uh, in the last couple of years. Yes. So you're doing am, time I'm, spanning. I'm really not that up on the on the young actors of today and knowing who. Uh, That's, you know, I could just as easily say who's thought... the guy that played the vampire in the Twilight. Uh, uh, you know, whatever. Sure, you you could do that, or you could just say, "I really like this movie." Oh, that guy that was in that movie. Go to IMDb, find his name, and there it is. <laughs> <laughs> IMDb, Wikipedia, what have you? I thought Richard uh, Hatch was. I thought Richard Hatch was the nudist from the first season of uh, <laughs> of um, what's that stupid reality TV show? Lost or Survivor? No, Survivor. Yeah. All right, who wants to go next? All right, uh, Jared Padalecki. There you go. That's a good one. Okay. Mm-hmm. From Supernatural. Yes. yes. He might be, I think he's like 36, so he might fit in, you know. Yeah. All right. Uh, who, wants to go, who wants to go next for Cyclops? Well, you, you call it. You call it. All right, then I'll go because mine's probably stupid. I'll... But uh, David right, Harbor from Stranger Things, a little, a little, a little leaner, but not like muscular for help. Like he is, like he's going to be sheriff? for Hellboy. Yeah, the sheriff. I think he'd be okay. a decent. You know, no, no, no beard or stubble. 
just like I said, a little, little leaner. I think it could be a good Cyclops. Okay. Cool. Very cool. And I'll, I'll go next. Um, uh, mine are all, <clears throat> I think, age appropriate for the roles and currently active, and I think would be awesome for the um, MCU. Uh, basically what I thought is there are some characters like the core X-Men I think should be in their uh, mid to late 20s um, I believe that uh, Professor X and Magneto should be in their mid to late 40s um, and I thought some newer characters should be pretty young in their early 20s uh, it, well newer in the sense is not the core original team and of course Wolverine should be a little older than all of them but yes. for Cyclops I thought or are you hey, he looks old good Bob. in glass. He looks good in glasses. Uh, uh, why can't I find it now? Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter himself. That, oh my <laughs> god! I can't believe I didn't think about that. That's cool. I mean, he's got the he's got the you know he, he, he has a good build. He's thin. He's got chiseled features. I in in the thing is, Cyclops needs to be the Captain America of. The X Men. He needs to be a leader and not some whiny emo weirdo. The way they wrote, uh, poor um, James uh, uh, Marsters was that his name? Yes. Um, yeah, the way they wrote him in the movies, they really did a disservice because James Marsters was a perfect casting for that, and what they did with that character was a fucking crime. But, but yeah, bit, they, they. Yeah, isn't he a bit short? I wouldn't worry about that. Aren't you I, I don't a little think short it, to be you know, a stormtrooper? Uh, well, I, I wouldn't worry about that too much because originally <laughs> Logan was supposed, you know, Logan was supposed to be really short, and they cast Hugh Jackman, yes. who's taller than me. So, yeah. you know, I'm I'm not gonna, you know, plus, you know, look at the Hobbit, look at all those tall actors they made short, yeah. whatever. <laughs> through, through the fine art Cat. of forced perspective. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, Cat, do you? Uh, well, look at Tom Cruise; they always make him look tall, except that yeah. Jack. Movie where he was like elevator shoes to make him look like he's six foot three, a bodysuit to make him 239. Yeah, uh, get him some of those Putin pumps. Um, (laughs) Cat, do you have a Cyclops for us? Muted, she might be muted. I know she's doing double duty tonight, so oh, okay, I'll come back. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of. I'm just like not really up on current actors, but I don't know. Maybe like Eddie Redmayne. That could be good. That's cool. He's, he he's in that age bracket too. He's like thirty. <clears throat> All right, Adam. Next character. All right, let's do the let's do uh, Professor X. Oh, I have one of those. Yes. All right, Michelle, you're first. Ralph Fiennes. Ooh. Yeah. That's a good one. I yes. Know. Yeah, good actor. Yeah, What's he, what's he known actor. for? He was uh, Voldemort. He played Voldemort. He, he oh, you're won, right. You mentioned him yes. before. Thank you. Yeah. He also won I'm, the Oscar for The English Patient. Yes, he did. Did see that, but I know who That's Voldemort is. That's before he shaved his head. And his brother was uh, the the... Shakespeare in Love. No, no, his brother was in uh, yeah. The Handmaid's Tale. Was he in The Constant uh, Gardener, didn't, too? Didn't see that either. That I can't uh, tell you. Okay. Good choice no. in that. I know, good one. I know he was in Schindler's List. 
but yeah. <clears throat> That's right. All right, Kenny, who do you got for uh, Professor X? Oh, I really love this. I love this so much. Um, Ewan McGregor. Interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Because he, he hasn't been working a, a ton lately in bigger films. You know, he's going to, you know, he's going to get the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie and everything, but get this man back in a franchise and do it right. And I think as an older Professor X, not too old, and you've got a, you, you know, you have a good run. He's going to be like the, <clears throat> the Tony Stark, you know, you, because, you know, look at, you know, um, right. uh, Downey Jr. is, you know, about 50. So Ewan McGregor, I think he's the same age as me, like 47 or something like that. Cast him. You, you got him for a good 15, 20 year run. Um, and boom, there's your there's your Professor X. And he looks OK with a shaved head if you've seen train spotting. Yeah, yes. All right. Miles, who's your... Yul uh, Brenner. <laughs> Yul Brenner. Didn't even let me finish. <laughs> you bastard. I'm pretty sure you were going to ask me about my Professor X. Yes, but that doesn't mean... Never, never mind. <laughs> you said Miles, well, Yul Brenner, well, boom. Well, not no Telly Savalas? Uh, I like Yul Brenner's intensity <laughs> more than Telly Savalas. Telly Savalas oh played up a real psychopath really well. He's my new. Uh, yeah. You're my new Rob, aren't you? You're deliberately. You're de- you're making a deliberately bad movie. He's just having fun. <laughs> What's wrong with Yul Brenner? Oh, Yul Brenner's a fi- was a fine actor. He would be. Uh, I think it, back in the day, he would have made a great professor. Oh my God! There's this movie called The Magnificent Seven. Adam, you need to see it. <laughs> yes. You're casting so basically Miles is casting the seventies version of the X Men right now. Oh my god. I dig it. Not making smart ass comments about this will be the hardest thing I've ever done. Alright, I've got two possible possibles for Professor X. A Star Trek a Star Trek era Leonard Nimoy. Okay. Or a younger, probably Lord of the Rings era Sean Bean. Who for once won't die! (laughs) (laughs) No, Professor X will have to die for for that purpose. No, Sean Bean has lived in several movies. He's like, you know, he's he's like the, uh, oh, Good God, I can't remember his name now. Um, from Aliens. Uh, oh, no. God, yeah. Bill Damn Paxton. it. It's Bill, Bill Paxton. Paxton. Yeah, he's like the Bill Paxton of movies. You know, they, they live in some, just not very many. <laughs> the man <laughs> dies for live for a living. Let's put be brutally yeah. honest here. Um, I, on one hand, Sean Bean brings the, uh, you know, again, the, the British gravitas that, you know, Patrick Stewart and... Um, James McAvoy brought to the role. At the same time, I think that uh, Leonard Nimoy could bring uh, some gravitas to the role as well. Good choice. You know, who also dies a lot in stuff they're in? Harry Dean Morgan. Uh, Susan and I joke and call him Dead Dad uh, every time <laughs> we see him because he's the Dead Dad from Supernatural. He was the Dead Dead, dead Dad from the new Batman movies. He's yes. the dead dad as, as the comedian in The Watchmen. Uh, he was the dead dad in that TV show Weeds. 
And uh, so far, he's, I don't know if he has kids in The Walking Dead, but Negan apparently is still alive. So, you know. <laughs> oh, wow. But, uh, Adam? So, anyway. Yes. Yes. Could you tell me the next uh, character you're going to ask us for so I can think of somebody to fluster you? <laughs> he really is stepping up to take Rob's yeah, place. Yeah, but, 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 Kat, who do you want for Professor X? Um, giving this one a little thought, the one that I came up with was Killian Murphy. That could and, be good. Oh, um, he From, was, um, he, Scarecrow in, um, and Sunshine. In, in uh, Batman. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's intense. Yeah. He's intense. You know, he actually auditioned to be Batman uh, along with Christian Bale. Cool. Okay, yeah. next one. Let's do Storm. <laughs> oh, I don't have a Storm. Mm. Sorry. I've mentioned this one on this show in the past when we first talked about this fantasy uh, film ball, and that is Lupita Nyong'o. Yes. Yes. God damn it, that's my... (laughs) There's not that many actresses that, you know... I I have to agree. I think that's the actress to pick her, to, to go with. Yep, stunning, beautiful... Yes. Although, uh, to be fair, I haven't seen any of the new actresses that they brought up in the in the Black Panther movie coming up. Some of them might be able to step up, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just. And if you wanted to go a little bit older with Storm, because she was a little bit on the older side, you could maybe even go with somebody like a um, like a uh, Viola Davis or. Something like that, but I, I, I think her. Lupita, I think Lupita is probably just like the perfect choice for that role. All right, well, that was my they, pick. Yeah, so, so Kenny, who, who do you got? Uh, Natalie Emmanuel from Game of Thrones, who plays Missunday, uh, Danny's oh, uh, uh, yeah, right hand woman. Oh, that's not bad either. Yeah, that's yeah. a good yeah. one. She she has not done a lot of stuff. She's not in high demand for, you know, like Hollywood blockbuster work. She understands how to work within a franchise. She works well with an ensemble cast. Um, it, you know, uh, works so, well with Unix. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Very know, well. Can't yeah. forget you, yeah. the key member of X Men. Uh, that would be uh, the living Unix. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> I always love Marvel had the living tribunal and stuff like that. Uh, (laughs) The living mummy. Uh, But yeah, so uh, uh, Natalie Emanuel, Game of Thrones, all the way. Uh, But I do love Lupita Nyong'o, so that's great. Um, Since since I didn't have a storm, can I say my Wolverine choice? Sure. Well, we all got Wolverines coming up. Yeah. Not oh, we didn't this, do but... Wolverine yet, did we? Well, let's just make no, that now, Michelle. We still need okay. Jean Grey. We need Jean Grey, Magneto, and Wolverine still. Yes. For our... So my, so my 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 Wolverine choice is Tom Hardy. Sorry, he's got the age, he's got the body, he's got the intensity. He'd be great. Here's one problem. He's yeah. Ven- he's what? Ven- Tom Hardy is Venom in uh, in the the Spider Man franchise, which is now part of the extended. Marvel Cinematic Yeah, but, but does, do you ever see him out of the costume? Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. He plays uh, Eddie. What, what's the uh, what's Venom's real name? Um, no, Eddie I, Brock. I still want Tom Hardy. I still want Tom Hardy. It's, like, it's my choice. I want Tom Hardy. <laughs> yeah, she get oh if she wants Tom Hardy, she gets Tom Hardy. Damn it! Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm being a spoiler report for no it's reason. It's okay. It's okay. But I like Tom this Hardy. This is fantasy film ball. Yeah, I, I think he, I think he has the intensity. He's got a wonderful physique. <clears throat> And he can really yeah. put the shit down, which what is what Wolverine does. Because I I saw him in the uh, what was the oh god it was a limited BBC series. I really liked him in. I can't remember the name of it now. He was also amazing as Bane. Well, no, Bane sucked. That was just <laughs> no, no. What do you mean Bane sucked? Bane when doesn't suck. Bane is amazing. Yeah, Bane can't suck because he's got that mask on. Yeah. No. Of course, no. <laughs> yes. no, I like Tom Hardy. I think he's amazing. So. He's great. Yeah. Loved him ever oh, since the taboo. Trick Nemesis. Wasn't he in Taboo? I I didn't see it. I don't know. Okay. I like that series. So Adam, you, you didn't have a Wolverine? I could not think of a Wolverine that wasn't you, Jackman. I have a Wolverine. And Go for it. Adam is going to kick himself when I bring this one up. Okay. And now, again, this is fantasy film ball because he's kind of tied in right now to the DC movies. But Joe Manganiello. God damn it. Well, what's he famous for? Is it, who else? Who else is? Um... Isn't some isn't there somebody else who's double dipping? Uh, well, I guess technically, um, well, triple dipping really is Josh Brolin because he was Jonah Hex, yeah. Uh, yeah. he's Cable and Thanos. Triple wow. dipping. Are we gonna have to nice. go to a break but, soon? But um, Miles asked who Joe Manganiello is. He's going to be Deathstroke in the. Uh, uh, DC Universe movies. Ah, yeah. okay. Okay, and they only I know who Deathstroke was. <laughs> they, they introduced him at the end of Justice League. Spoilers. Oh, we haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, I'll tell you what, do you want to go to break and continue this after break? I, I have a, I, I think I, I have the blockbuster Wolverine. I think All I have right. the perfect Wolverine. Yeah, because I have four more after the break. Well, so. Real quick, my Wolverine yeah. is Jensen Ackles. <laughs> See, I, I actually considered him, but I thought it, because I'm trying to do age appropriate, I think he's too old because Hugh Jackman started when he was 30 and Jensen Ackles is 40. Yeah, but Susan Wolverine like, oh. is an old character. A, I, I'm, I'm, I'm teasing. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I, but well, I thought I, Jensen Ackles was good. He's got the gruff voice. He's got the chiseled features. You know, yeah. he's a little stocky. He's not that and, tall. No, he's not. And but no, the, the but what I'm saying is, age appropriate for me is cast them to go for ten, fifteen, I'm, twenty I'm years sure. in the role. Yeah. So you know, based on what what's come before. But no, Jensen Ackles is great. Uh, but like I said, you know, I just want a little younger. But Adam, uh, shall we break and then I'll yeah, uh, we're, we'll break and come back. Wolverine and continue. Yes. Me. I usually. Uh... What are we gonna play? Uh... Da -na 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 -na. 
Yeah, because my next ones are off, off, uh, off brand. All right. For Magneto. So for this break, in honor of birthday boy Talison Jaffe, who is who was Percy on Critical Role and is now Molly Mauk, the <laughs> Tiefling, uh, what, what's his cl- blood hunter? Uh, we're gonna do I'm role so play. I'm so mad about that. Why are you mad? Because <laughs> I can't listen to it. Yes, you. Can. Oh my God. <laughs> He's not, Matt Mercer is not stealing your ideas. No, but we've got like a psychic link, and we have the same ideas, and it's like freaking with my mind. <laughs> well, Miles, I guess now we know what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm not watching Critical Role. Yes. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll start watching it again. I just, I just, it just freaked me out the first time. I'm telling you, it's gotta be a coincidence. Yeah, it has to be. It's I've a been coincidence. I've been working on this over, over a year and a half, so. <laughs> Total coincidence. All right! <laughs> Jesus Christ! We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. Very. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Together. 
This is Janet Lee from Southern Progressive Revival. Just sitting on my porch, listen to Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Join us. We're leaving the light on. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Well, hello there. This is Kenny Pick. Thanks for listening to Indie Media Weekly. Be sure to check out my show, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and be sure to listen to my music program, The Night Show. Every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. The Night Show. Features a broad selection of eclectic music from my personal library, as well as your requests. So be sure to visit IndieMediaWeekly.com and find the tab for The Night Show. Join the chat and submit your requests every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern on The Night Show. Only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com for those who dare. dare, dare, dare. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Yes, master philosopher, alchemist, and eternal love. God. Oh, yeah. Enough of that. We don't have time for your long-winded self-introductions. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. No, we don't. So let's just get, just get this done quick. Miles and Michelle out of Port St. Lucie, Florida. We're here. Hi. Hello. Cat out of Columbus, Ohio. Hello, hello. Kenny out of 
<laughs> we'll do it again. Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> God damn it, I'm here. All right. And I'll tell you my Wolverine right now. Let's just get it done and over with. All right. Kit Harrington, Jon Snow himself. Oh, my. Oh, my God. That's kind of cool. He's going to need a job pretty soon. <laughs> and he's young enough. Uh, yeah, he's definitely young enough. And, uh, you know, we're, uh, he, he's, you know, um, Game of Thrones is coming to an end. He's dark. He can do dark and brooding. He can do complex emotional inner turmoil struggles and stuff. And, um, and I, I love it. I, you know, I, I think that he would be great. Although his sideburn growing ability is not that great. That's okay. Prosthetic hair, uh, yes. can work wonders. Yep. So, but those deep smoky eyes gotta love that for a Wolverine, right? Oh yes. yes. And he's a savage fighter too. And he's got some really toned um, muscles. Oh, have you seen him in that <laughs> with that Pom that Pompeii movie he did? He was fucking ripped in that. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie yet, but. You know. And he's shorter. He's shorter too. He's like five eight. That'd be cool. So. Yep. You know. All right, back to it. We got a couple more characters yeah. in the main list. We have Magneto and Jean Grey left, right? Yes. Uh, with, yes. With my Magneto uh, choice, can I read my last three as well? Because they're not any of the mains. So. Well, well, I have some that aren't the mains too, so we could go around the table with. I've with got that. a bunch right. of lists. Or, or, I got unless a list. you don't, unless you don't have. Uh, uh, I, wait, you, you don't have a Magneto. I have a Magneto. I do not have a Storm. I mean, not, not a Storm, uh, a Jean Grey. Jean Grey. I don't have so a Jean Grey either. We'll do, Grey. Magne we'll do Magneto Grey, next. So. All right. We'll do Magneto next. Who, wa who wants to go first? I'll do Magneto. Michelle. Michelle. All right. There you go. Michelle. Yeah, because mine's uh, digging deep into the past because uh. he's an amazing British actor. He had such amazing range. And I really do not think the Hammer films... Um, portrayed him the way he should have although he was a great grand admiral um tarkin so peter cushing yeah, there we go perfect he would yep. have been perfect she's going into my stable of usuals i love peter cushing's he's one oh, of my uh five favorite horror movie stars i still i, I i'm gonna disagree with you on hammer horror though i think they used him quite effectively you they know they did but he he could have had more range though i think that, that is true. All right. Because Vincent Price had a bit, lot bigger range than he did. He even got a hammer. So. All right. Miles, what do you got for us? Nikolai Coster Waldo. Oh. Right, 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 right. Jamie Lannister. Jamie. Yes. I, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh. I'm not that's actually very good. That's a good choice for, for Magneto. Yeah, for a young age, man. Yeah, age appropriate too. Well, well, he's he's about. I think he's in his mid forties. He got that wonderful cleft chin, though. I love that. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. All right, I'll go next. My my choice for Magneto is a younger, probably Princess Bride era Christopher Guest. Bring some of that Count Rugen. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, that's fun. All right. Uh, do it. Huh? I'm sorry. He could do. He could still do it now too. I think so. Elder yeah. yeah. 
All right, Mr. Pick, what do you got for us? Uh, I went, again, uh, uh, same age bracket as Professor X for this. Um, Jude Law. And, and, and by the way, I love Michael Fassbender as Magneto. But Jude Law, of course, AI, Gattaca, upcoming as Dumbledore in the next Fantastic Beast movie. Watson. Um, and I, I really think that um, uh, Ewan McGregor versus Jude Law with all those moral dilemmas. But then again, I want, those, I want that shit downplayed for the reboot of the X-Men. I don't want it to be a constant struggle of the friendship and, you know, the frenemy thing. You know, that needs to go away. There really needs to be... These movies need to be about the team. They need to be about the team. Here's the thing, is that I get what you're saying. I, I understand. However, at the same time, a lot of X-Men is, is focused on the tragedy of their relationship, which is what, like I, I said, that, you, you know, I've said that, I've said that before. Well established, just like with Spider-Man, the tragedy of Uncle Ben. We don't retread that stuff. That stuff's been established. It can be considered, you know, periphery to the story, but don't let it get to where it's going because uh, it, 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 now, because I think it's a mistake that Mystique is like a central figure to the X Men, you yes. know, at the expense of characters like Cyclops, Jean Grey, and, and Storm, you know, or Kitty Pride, or any any of them. Oh, so. I I got a Kitty Pride for you tonight. Yeah, too. but well, but you uh, you yeah. want it to be the X Men versus the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, the yes. way it was originally. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so my Magneto. I, yes. I'm going to go slight, slightly older with Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, that's I like it. One. I like it. Yeah. That absolutely would work. Like, like Nikolai, he's uh, Danish. He's just a few years older. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good. I like that a lot. Oh yes, the guy from Hannibal. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the, and the villain from Doctor yeah. Strange. Yes. Galen Erso and... in Rogue One. Yep. Uh, bingo, Rogue One, right there. Yep. So speaking of conflicted, you know, characters, you know, um, the uh, very Magneto-like uh, there. Um, I wouldn't so say though that one... Galen Erso was very conflicted. He was pretending to be on their side. Mm-hmm. He was. Yeah, well, uh, I'm saying it fits into the wheelhouse of that kind of what you have to do, the go along to get along thing. Magneto did that from time to time, albeit, uh, you know, go along to get along with the good guys for a while. Um, So the last one in the in the big six we had picked is Jean Grey. Who I don't I don't have a change. I don't have a change. I've got one. Okay, Saoirse Ronan. I, I'm not familiar. What, what was she in? Well, right now she's getting a lot of uh, publicity for um, Lady Bird. She was also in Brooklyn. Okay. And she's mid to late 20s. So, so kind of age appropriate. It's a good one. That's a good one. Um, yeah, so I just Googled her. So, I'm uh, yeah, very cool. Um, mine is, uh, uh, Juno Temple 
who was in Maleficent as one of the fairies. She was also in Horns opposite uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Okay, yes. And she was in Black Mass with Johnny Depp, and uh, most recently she was in one of those um, uh, Electric Dreams episodes, that kind of Black Mirror-type series on Amazon, uh, like, uh, Philip K. Dick's Electric Dreams. Um, I, I think she really has, uh, you know... I don't know. She 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 has a lot of depth in her acting abilities, uh, and she's got you know just I don't know that that kind of wide eyed uh, you know uh, but soulful um, presence that I think could work. But I do really like I like the the actress uh, who plays Sansa. I can't remember her name. I do like Sophie her. Turner. I mean, and this is yeah. This is yeah. This is kind of the painful thing about this is because. I really love a lot of the casting for the new current, the current X Men franchise with McAvoy and Fassbender and Sophie Turner, um, uh, but it, it, like, it, and even the kid who plays Quicksilver—I can't remember his name—but I, I cannot stand the kid who they cast as Cyclops. Um, uh, you know the the, uh, yeah that that <laughs> that character, and I, I really don't like what's his name as Beast either. I think that. He he's the wrong Hank McCoy, you know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't so. really care for Kelsey Grammer. He was okay at the time, but I'd rather have somebody more. Yeah. yeah. I do have a beast, a, a Kitty Pride, and a Rogue, but we'll get to that when. Every, uh, so, anybody else have a Jean Grey or no? Yeah, uh, the only one I can think of is Senia Solo, and she's not that famous except for uh, to Michelle and I. She she was uh, Kenzie in Lost Girl. Ah, okay. Yeah, Susan likes Lost Girl. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I liked her a lot in that. Yeah. So, uh, Kenzie. Yeah, she went. Yeah, yeah Kenzie. <laughs> <laughs> for Jean Grey, that's Miles' pick for Jean Grey. So, she he said she said okay, I can see that. So, <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, I guess we're down to wild cards at this point, right, Adam? Yes. So who has the Kitty Pride? I do. Well, uh, I I would stick with Ellen Page on that, but I like Ellen Page. So I do love her, but they they totally threw that character away. They I mean Kitty Don't Pride. Don't punish her for the poor choices no, of the production. The writing. It was the writing. You were totally right, Cat. I'm not I'm not punishing her, but the thing is. Uh, Kitty Pride in, 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 in my casting needs to be younger, early twenties. She needs to be one of the youngest members of the X Men. That's yeah, she should be. Way it was yep. uh, she she should be, but Ellen looks young for her age too. True, this is true. I, I won't, uh, you know, and I do love her, but I'm gonna. I'll just do mine first because somebody else who's coming up on the end of their franchise currently right no, now. No, 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 no. Sing, Daisy Ridley. Okay, thank God. <laughs> Daisy Ridley, Ray from. Uh, from yes, Star I know Wars. who she is. <laughs> I just yep. thought you were going for mine. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> just trying to evoke but, a reaction but, other than, other than whew. <laughs> See, see, I see her as. Uh, to me, she seems older than Ellen Page does. So she's only like twenty-two, but. But, you know, appearances. 
Oh, it's also acting as well. Yeah. Acting. And, you know, makeup and that wardrobe and all that stuff. I, I, I really just think, I, I, but I don't disagree with you. I really like Alan Page. Um, that's, that's awesome, you know, and, but the thing is, they've already kind of cut them out. I don't think they're going to go back to it. But again, my fantasy film ball is this could potentially land on the desk of somebody, you know, an executive at Disney and they'd be like, yeah, okay, looks good. Let's do it. Green light. So, <laughs> um, and, and I want to see her as a central character. I want to see, you know, oh, yeah. But not a whole bunch of students like swirling around these main characters. I want to see a young X Man trained by the the senior members of the team without a whole bunch of back you know backstory and stuff like that. And I also want to see Wolverine and uh, and Kitty Pride interact a lot. You know because they were like they were like Batman and Robin for the longest time in the X Men. Yes. Yeah. So I want that, not Jubilee, Kitty Pride. Right. All right. Anybody else have a Kitty Pride? I do. Uh, no. What's yours, Adam? Well, I was worried you were going for this one when you said end of franchise, but uh, she she's shown a lot of talent as an actress. Uh, her brief stint in Doctor Who really impressed me. I'm going to go with De- De- uh, Maisie Williams. Maisie Williams. Yes. Okay. I knew that's where you were going, Adam. I'm just... I don't see her in that part. Well, that, that's Adam's call. That's his, yeah. that's his team. So that's a good one. I, it's not a bad one. It's not a bad one at all. But again, you know, that would be double dipping because she's Wolfsbane in New Mutants right now. But that's going to be a one-off if this deal goes through. So, yeah. you know, that I or, felt or they of... might. That's one that might be loosely connected enough that Disney might decide to say, "Hey, if it does well, let's keep this little horror franchise going." You know. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Any other Kitty Prides? Not me. Nope. Anybody have a beast? I do. No, I do not. Who's your beast, Adam? Well, I, I alluded to the Princess Bride earlier with a Christopher Guest as my mag- younger Christopher Guest as my Magneto. And I think that the perfect, you know, again, fresh off of the Princess Bride with all that training for the what is probably the greatest sword fight scene ever, oh, Carrie Elwes. Oh, oh, yes. Because yeah. think about it, fencing is all about agility, and that's Beast's thing. His strength yeah. is, he's not like buff. He, he's a, his sort of strength, I mean, yeah, he's stronger than he looks, but he's, all, I mean, the reason why he was called the Beast is he's very agile, he's very fast. Mm-hmm. And, and his I appearance. Th- yeah. And his appearance. But, and so I'm thinking that fresh off of the Princess Bride, with all that training for a, a, an art that is based in agility and grace, I think... Yep. I think a princess, a post Princess Bride, Carrie Elwes, would be. Yeah. And I, and I, I teased. I, you know what? I teased the wrong thing to you earlier, Kenny, because I know I said he would be. I think I said he would be my gambit, but I changed my gambit mm. before I laid down. And so, he speaks with a British <laughs> accent. 
Yes, he does. Unlike other Robin Hoods. That's right. So, yeah, I think Carrie Elwes would be a good beast. Yeah. There you go. Mine, uh, again, uh, now, I I thought about this uh, a lot because I I didn't mind Kelsey Grammer as Beast. And I almost kind of thought that Beast might have kind of been one of the... the, uh, And I know, you know, in the comics, Beast was right there with Cyclops, Iceman, Jean Grey in the very beginning. But I kind of like the idea of somebody that helped (gasps) Professor X set the school up. Somebody a little younger than him. The man in the uh, chair, kind you know, of, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it kind of a, you know, right-hand man, you know. So yeah. I like the idea of, of Beast being a little bit older. Um, and and I literally thought this, Michelle, you'll appreciate this. When I was watching the movie Bright, okay, uh, there there was the, the character named Kandamir, who was the government's agent guy. Oh uh, yes, who was, an elf, who was an elf played by Edgar Ramirez, who had pointy ears and blue hair. Yeah, but he was a <laughs> dick. <laughs> well, yeah, but the thing is, but if you look at Edgar Ramirez, he's got a broad jaw. He's got you know the the kind of yeah he could pull know, off the professor aspect very the, easily. Rugged the rugged features, and oh, we're also you know he's Latino, so introduce a little more yeah. diversity into the cast as well. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but I think he would be uh, a great beast, aka Hank McCoy, and uh, he like looks good with he looks good with blue hair and pointy ears. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and he's he's not tied to any big franchises franchises right now, and he's only forty years old. So uh, cool. that would be a good run for him behind the makeup. And sure. really, I think that they need to not overdo the makeup so much. You know, uh, they they really need to cut down on the fake fur and shit. Just give him long blue hair and blue skin and, you know, some stubble or something. Kind of like, uh, what's his name in Guardians of the Galaxy? Adam, um, um, with the arrow that whistled. Oh, Yondu. Uh, Yondu, yeah. yeah give him a little stubbly. Don't, don't go all crazy with all the fake fur and shit. That looks stupid. Um, so, and cut down on blue mutants in X-Men, please. (laughs) Just cut down on blue mutants. Uh, but yeah, and I only, uh, after that, I don't know if anybody else has, uh, anything, but I have Rogue and I'm done. I have a Nightcrawler. I have a Rogue. Uh, Okay, here's what I got for, for, uh, extras. Jubilee, Rogue, Gambit, Emma Frost, and Juggernaut. Jesus. Yeah, off. I have a, I have a Gambit, a Psylocke, and a Lady Deathstrike. Wow! So we should all do our rogues, and then everybody. Uh, uh, we should all do the rogues, and then everybody uh, unloads all their bonus stuff. All right. Sure. All right. So, rogue. Uh, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, rogue okay. Brie Larson. Brie Larson. She was in uh, Kong Skull Island. She's been yes. in a bunch of other stuff. She was a journalist in Kong Skull Island. Um, Which was an enjoyable film. Uh, it was. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I also love the fact that Samuel L. Jackson got killed mid-motherfucker. Oh, I'm sorry. Spoilers. Yeah. Well, we, we actually <laughs> well, have a tape. We have not watched it yet. But yeah. Here's the thing is sorry. that you'll notice that you know it, it's just like with the Godzilla film that they're kind of redoing King Kong as a force of nature that he's there you know he has a purpose and the people who disrespect that purpose are the people who die horribly have you no- did you notice that yeah. 
I, I did. I did. Yeah. So, and, and I, I'll tell you what, I absolutely am in love and was in love with uh, um, Anna Paquin as uh, Rogue. Suki! Uh, yes, I did like her in <laughs> um, that. So hey. I loved her as Rogue. She did a magnificent job. I loved the chemistry with her and Wol- you know Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Um, that was great. Um, but uh, and it sucked that she got cut out of Days of Future Past. But, but uh, I think, think uh, oh sorry, Brie Larson kind of has this a similar look to um, to her. She does, so yeah. I, that would be a, a, a nice little hat yeah. tip. Almost. I I I will say she's already. Uh, cast as Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, shit! Cool. She is! She is! Fuck, I screwed that one up. No. I... <laughs> I forgot she was cast as Captain Marvel. That's right. Yeah, so. I had to look it up because I knew she was cast in one of the movies, but I couldn't remember the parts. <laughs> yeah, I think Captain Marvel is going to be good. Uh, may I also point out, however, that Kenny, I understand you're you're you know you're uh, disappointed that they cut out Rogue, but there is an entire different version of the movie called the Rogue Cut. You can pick it up for like fifteen bucks. So there you go. That's true. I think I've seen it, but and I actually think know, it improved a, it on the original. You know, I actually think it improved on the original a little, which is hard to do because you know, like I said, like I said before, Days of Future Past was a very ambitious movie. And there were all sorts of ways it could have gone wrong, and yet it all went right. And so it's going to be really hard to improve on that, but I think the road cut actually did. All right, so I'm going to revise my mind since uh, because I I thought of her (laughs) as well. Uh, 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 So just real quick, um, what's um, Fifty Shades of Grey, Don Johnson's daughter? Dakota uh, Johnson. Dakota, Dakota Johnson. Uh, yeah. I'll take her as Rogue. I, I was I was thinking of her, and I was also thinking of Dakota Fanning. Oh, that's not bad at all. Not bad either. Yeah. My my uh, Rogue is uh, Felicity Jones. That works too. I did. Right. Oh, oh wait, it's my turn, isn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, my rogue is a younger, uh, maybe pre Jurassic Park era Laura Dern. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, no, I like that a lot. Actually, a, a young what, da- Laura Dern, uh, like a, a a blue velvet era Laura Dern as Jean Grey would have been awesome. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like maybe yeah. Jurassic Park era, but you know, if if not Jurassic mm-hmm. pre either pre or. Jurassic Park era Laura Dern. Well, Blue Velvet was like what six, seven years before yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah Blue Velvet I, would be yeah, covered by my vision. Blue Velvet would be yeah. covered by yeah. my vision. There you go. Yeah, can I can I say my gambit real quick? Yes. A young Scott Bakula. Okay. Ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's got the accent. He's he's done the accent very nicely. So. All right, uh, Scott. my my gambit would be uh, he's no longer on this mortal coil, but uh, John Philip Law. Um, yes, he he was he was Calgon in the cheesy movie Space Mutiny, but he was also Diabolic in the movie Diabolic. Um, ah. and, and he was uh, in Barbarella. I would also like to ask, you know, my not I don't have a pick for Gambit, but I do have. 
a fantasy for film ball that people stop fucking talking about Channing Tatum as Gambit. <laughs> oh, yes, please. Stop. Yes. No. Stop now. I yes. don't think it's, it's over. It's not going to happen. Done. It's not going to happen. Oh. Well, and, and to me, Gambit kind of falls outside of my era with the uh, X-Men. So I didn't really even try to come up with one. Yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, he's cool. I, I understand the character a little bit, but Channing Tatum, is, uh, he would be like a better Colossus than he would be, uh, uh, you know, Heck yeah. Uh, yeah. Gambit. I mean, Gambit's like a live kind of, you know. Well, uh, well, Gambit, but, Gambit, but I don't think he could pull off the accent for Colossus. Oh, no, I don't, I don't think so either. <laughs> Have you seen those outtakes? There's a, I think there's a video. I, I think it's, um, oh yeah, yeah. What do, what do you call it? The um, uh, honest trailers about Magic Mike. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, look up honest trailers, Magic Mike, and <laughs> oh, it's so great. He's a bad actor. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a big. Well, I, I saw the GI Joe movie, so. <laughs> Oh God! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Were you sick in 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 like blindfolded and spun around in the theater and given a free ticket and shoved in? Is that what happened? No, I I went to see it right away because uh, you know the nostalgia for the the cartoon, and then I went and I saw it, and it's like, oh God, this is awful. Yeah. I also had an alternate for uh, Cyclops, which was Joseph Gordon, uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt, who was Cobra Commander or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Christopher Eccleston was Destro. <laughs> <sighs> that was awful. That was so awful. So much wasted talent in that. <laughs> Let me put a put this ma- weird magic helmet on you in a submarine, and then you'll be upset. But before we go too far over, I just really wanted to. To throw my last two in there just for the hell of it. Lady Deathstrike, Karen Fukuhara. I know she was in Suicide Squad, but I really liked her. I thought she was she could amazing. Be a good, yeah, she could be a good Lady Deathstrike. All right. Um, well, hold on, hold on. Michelle squad. had Psylocke, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Psylocke. Psylocke's an old actress. She's no longer around, but I think she'd be stunning for the role. She's not the best actress in the world, but I just love her looks. Carolyn Monroe. Ooh. She, she yeah. was in Dracula in 1972. Um, uh, she was in some really crappy sci-fi movies. She's just amazing-looking woman. That's all I can say. I know what you're talking about. She was in that one mystery science theater movie that was a horrible knockoff of Star Wars. Yes, Correct. she was. That'll be on the stars. Yep. Oh. Right. Um, <laughs> re- really quick, let me throw my uh, Nightcrawler in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, not many people are going to be familiar with him unless you've seen Sense8, but my pick is Max Moth, who played uh, Felix, the uh, the buddy of Wolfgang's. Ah, interesting. Oh, I, I just had a last-minute thought for Nightcrawler 2. Michael Sarah, comic relief. It could work. All right. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm just not a big Michael Sarah fan. I have no idea who he is. <laughs> Sorry. Scott he was Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. George, uh, George Michael, uh, Scott Pilgrim, um, and uh, he was in Twin Peaks uh, season 
the return. He was in Twin Peaks: The Return as uh, what Andy and what's her name's uh, son. Oh, Brando. okay. Now no, I wa- understand. See, Wally. I told you I'm horrible with names and faces. Wally so. Brando. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I understand who that is now. I'll, yep. I'll shut right. up. I'll shut up now. All right. I'll go through my list real quick. Uh, for Jubilee. Uh, who it, it's very well established that she's Asian American in the comics. I went with a relatively new face, uh, you know, great actress, but I until recently she was not on my radar. Kelly Marie Tran from Star Wars. Rose. Rose. Oh. Yes, Rose, nice. definitely. Um, as Emma Frost. Uh, Lena Hetty. Okay. And finally, as Jugger- Juggernaut, I cannot for the life of, my, life of me pronounce this man's name, but the man who plays the mountain. Oh, oh. yeah. Like, you know, I had one uh, for Emma Frost, too, but I didn't put it down because I thought it might be too many. But I thought Nomi Rapace from uh, uh, Alien, uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Prometheus, uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. But see, okay. here's, the, you know, here's the thing is that Emma Frost, you know, if, you, if we want to go with your goal of not necessarily sidelining the, rela- the relationship between Professor X and Magneto, but just kind of be like, you know, not at the forefront having the hellfire club as, as villains might help with that oh yes so. sure but uh, again i i think what we need to do is get away just get away from the formula of you know somehow magneto is going to be a dick or he's not going to be a dick in one of the movies get away from that get some real villains going on Get arcade. Get you know. Have a movie where you know arcade shows up and just starts you know fucking with him, or you know Mister Sinister, or or you know go back and, and do a real Evil Mutants. You know, like the first movie w- was almost kind of like that, but just, you know, just change it up. You know, uh, I mean, there's a lot of good formulas that work in some of the Marvel movies now, but you know, take some chances and don't. Don't get stuck in that same rut that I think the X-Men franchise has been flailing in for so long, you know, because it's always been so much more than just the relationship between Magneto and Xavier and the whole mystique thing. I love you, Jennifer Lawrence, but, you know, she, you know, she knew she needed to get out of that contract earlier. She said she got screwed. She's sick of the makeup, you know, and and again, she mystique was never a central character to the X-Men. No, I she mean, wasn't. in yeah. a few stories, in a few stories, but I mean, Colossus was a bigger part of the X Men, you know. And if you if you need varieties and 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 villains, you always you always can bring stuff back from Wolverine's career too. He had a lot oh, of villains yeah. that are hunting him down. Well, so. shit. I mean, hey, how about a movie where Loki goes at the X Men? Because you remember that storyline from the eighties. Yeah. Oh, that was amazing, <laughs> you know? I, I want some Alpha Flight action, damn it. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, actually, was my, that was my favorite comic. I so. also want to see the want to see X-Men in space. Bring Starjammers in. Bring in, what was the alien race name that was kind of a knockoff of the Xenomorphs from Alien? Um, the Brood. Yeah. Ah, right, 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 the X-Men Brood. Fight, X-Men fighting aliens. Yes! 
which would be a great end for the Shi'ar as well. Yeah. Yeah, the Shi'ar, and and that's yeah. the thing too. Like now, apparently, the scrolls are part of the uh, MC the uh, Phoenix Phoenix the uh, Dark Phoenix movie. No, and no, no, they're no, also no. The Captain Marvel. I no, haven't heard. I heard. Scrolls. Oh, okay. The scrolls are the are the Speak- alien race. In Since the why Dark- the hell? Why would I don't they be know. there? They were FF. Sure. All right, before before well, we got so, yeah we got to start wrapping this up. But since you mentioned Loki, I just had a brilliant Kenny. You struck me with with inspiration, lightning. Let's say yeah, man. let's let's say that Chris Hemsworth decides to extend his contract, but Hiddleston doesn't. Here's the perfect way to handle Loki. They could go with kid Loki from the from the later runs of Thor from like what was it like the 2010 about after everyone yeah. in Asgard was reborn on Earth and. Uh-huh. What do you what do you think of Phil uh Finn Wolford as as Kid Loki? Uh, from, who is from, that? Not from funny. Stranger yeah, Things. I'm not familiar with it either. I'm a... mm-hmm. uh, yeah, maybe maybe that might that might work. He was also. I'm not familiar it. with the Kid Loki thing, so I can't even. I'm not that familiar with it either. Uh, but I I, I kind of know it. But yeah, that, that that could be fun. I'm just pitching it. Just anyway, uh, before we break, breaking news, um, the producer of Rogue One and Solo, Allison uh, Shimmer, has passed away at age 54. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Yes. Um, well, this, that's news, this news is courtesy of uh, Mr. Hamill himself. Oh. Who also well. shared a cute picture of a koala getting a belly rub. Nice. Oh. I want to. I want to do my parting shot first, uh, real quick, uh, yes. because I got to step out of the room for a moment. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, I want to uh, say uh, I'm I'm keeping tabs on Janet for everybody. I'll, I'll you know if you want the address uh, to send her a card, uh, please message me on Facebook or email me if you have my email. If you're not on Facebook, um, a few people have already gotten in touch with me. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, it, it's a very good sign that she's been moved to a regular room out of the ICU. Yes. Um, and uh, I will be filling in for her. I, I think Caitlin Chris might join us tomorrow on Southern Progressive Revival. But Wes Carscadden got a new computer. Um, and I think I'm just going to host the show until Adam and him can get it set up for broadcast. Um, so, so I'm going to be hosting uh, as a, a, a damn Yankee. On Southern Progressive yeah. Revival, and uh, and of course we'll be back on Tuesday with uh, Turn Up the Night. P.S. Mueller's taking some time off for some stuff he has to handle. Don't worry, I hope he's, he's okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, he's all right. He's all right. Uh, but you know he has some stuff that you know he has to deal with. Yes, but, uh, I'll let him talk about that uh, later later on if he chooses uh, to do so. Um, but yeah, and thank you, Cat, for filling in tonight uh, for John. But uh, that's all I got. I'm going to step away for a second, but I'll be back momentarily. Continue. All right. Uh, Michelle, what do you got for us on the way out? Um, not too much. I really love talking about this uh, fantasy film ball stuff tonight. That was a lot of fun. There's a lot of ways they can, they can really do some fun stuff with the Marvel Universe and the X-Men. And I just hope they do that. You know, it, we have the technology now. We are making great superhero movies. Just get the scripts to match. That's all I ask. And that's my that's my parting shot. 
Fair enough. All right, Miles, what do you got for us? Well, uh, everybody out, uh, be safe out there and uh, just enjoy the the new spine grown by the Democratic Party. That's all. <laughs> all right, Cat, what do you got? Well, I've got a nosebleed that started just a moment ago. Uh oh. Uh, oh no. <laughs> but other than that, um, hashtag Trump shutdown. And I think that's it. Yes. All right. Uh, well, don't forget Midnight Sun tonight, starting at 11 Eastern. The theme is dreams. So songs about dreams or with dream, dream, you may, etc. in the title. Uh, Southern Progressive Revival tomorrow at, at 7. Um, I, I, I'd got nothing else. Except I don't need that sheet anymore, so I can toss that away. Ah, uh, and new season of Critical Role Thursdays. So you might want to, yeah. you know, you might want to get in while it's, uh, while it's, you know, still, you know, before it gets too far in. Yeah, I should if, start watching it again. I know. I'm, it's. I'm telling you, it's it's coincidence. I felt so bad. I'm listening to it. I'm like, oh my god, no. <laughs> All right. That uh, anyone else got anything? All right. All right. You made your point. All right. We'll be right back. No, we won't be right back. We'll be back next week. <laughs> this is the yes, show that them. never ends. We'll Nighty be night. We'll be back next week, everyone. Have a great weekend. Bye. Time for go to bed. Right. It is late. Shall we retire? Goodbye, my friends. Goodbye to you all. I'll never forget you. Live in peace. Goodbye, all. Stay happy and good luck. On our way to great adventures. Get out of here. Disgusting worm. Push the button, Frank. Catch you next time, Gadget. Next time. Visitors, thank you for your attendance.